Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, welcome to Fightful. This is your post-elimination chamber review. We've got Denise Salcedo here. She is fresh off of a watch-along over on her channel. Denise, how you doing? I'm feeling very overwhelmed right now. I feel like I have a lot of uh, mixed reactions, mixed emotions that I can't wait to uh, dive into on the show because I'm very split on a lot of stuff. And I just, I wasn't expecting to feel the way that I feel coming out of the show today. There is so much to get into. I love this show. I thought this was a blast of a show. It was a lot of fun. Five matches is like the right amount of matches for a show like this as well um but guys get your thumbs ups in that helps people find us share us on social media uh get your super chats or humper chats in we would greatly appreciate it if you guys did that uh if you say what the heck is a super chat what is a humper chat well it is uh our product it's our platform on youtube and on Streamlabs that allows you to get your question or statement in we address those we answer those as a result head over to humperchats.com, or you can send them as Super Chats here as well. We just had a wealth of content this week on Fightful and FightfulSelect.com. We'll tell you more about Fightful Select later, but we had interviews with Sami Zayn, with Austin Theory, uh, my God, David Finley, Tom Lawler, just an incredible number of things out of Battle in the Valley. Kevin uh, Knight, we had uh, reported on FightfulSelect.com a little bit earlier. A guy by the name of CM Punk is sitting around at uh, New Japan Battle in the Valley right now. We've got a watch along going on right now for Battle in the Valley as well. But, you know, you're hanging out with us. We're going to get uh, no news and notes from the press conference as well. We'll be giving you that here. Joel Pearl is on the scene. Did some uh, really, really great work there. But get those super chats. Get those humper chats in. I am very excited to talk about tonight's show. Jonathan Corona says... Question. So on Peacock, except for the pay-per-view, is TV 14. My question is, do you think WWE is going back there or are they still PG? Uh, that means absolutely nothing. They do that all the time. We figured that out last year that some of these are just arbitrarily listed as TV 14. Some of them are TV PG. There's really no rhyme or reason to a lot of these, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, we've got our friend Luis on the back end, taking these comments and putting them in the right section. So for those of you that are first timers, don't worry if you think yours is getting skipped. Uh, they will be applied to segments as they see fit. 
or, or as they fit in. But Denise, what was your favorite thing on this show? Honestly, it was the men's elimination chamber. I legitimately thought that that was the best match uh, of the night. Uh, I thought they really went out there and each and every single guy got an opportunity to really look good in the match. To me, it was definitely the men's elimination chamber. Yeah, I, I thought that they over-delivered on both of those matches because I, I didn't really know what to expect in the Triple H era. I didn't know how exactly this would work out. But uh, it worked out very well, and we kicked off with that women's elimination chamber, uh, FightfulSelect.com. The best $5 in the business had the rundown. It's got the producers. It's got a bunch of backstage news. But I thought that this match was a whole lot of fun, too. The Liv Morgan spot off the chamber, I, I feel like that should have been an elimination. Like that that sunset flip powerbomb, holy crap that was incredible denise did you think that like how how did you feel about this match did you feel like it delivered to the level in which the top contender at wrestlemania kind of should have or did it leave some to be desired for you i didn't hate this match but i also didn't love it i think my favorite portions of this were legitimately i thought Liv morgan was the standout in this match to me she was the most impressive in this including raquel i thought raquel had a lot of really great moments in this match as well i thought they both did a phenomenal job i loved some of the moments that nikki cross had in there as well when oscar came in there uh, i did love some of the moments with her but for me it was Liv morgan and raquel that most stood out during this match but i will be honest i didn't necessarily love it too much because i kind of feel like the end Dean, it was okay. So going into this elimination chamber, my big thing was it didn't really feel like anybody could really win this match. To me, it was a very much a given that it was going to be Oscar. And to me, I kind of felt like I don't necessarily always love going into situations like that where a lot of the, the other competitors don't actually feel like they have a real shot at going into this match with Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. So I did kind of have a little bit of, of a problem with that because I wanted them to, you know maybe just make it feel like hey you know what maybe we've come down to the end and we're and maybe it's not feeling like it's going to be oscar like it, i wanted them to kind of sell me a little bit more on the possibility of it maybe being her maybe not being her and i didn't really feel like i got that and i when it was the final two between carmella and oscar to me it just completely fell kind of like oh well I already know it's not going to be Carmella and to me it didn't necessarily keep it or keep or hold my excitement for the ending of this match and so when you ask me like oh you know does Oscar versus Bianca Belair feel like a hot match well clearly you know you're going to get a really good competitive match and we still have you know for, what is it 42 we're 42 days away to Wrestlemania and they can tell you know build up the story between Oscar and Bianca Belair but that's I'm going to look forward to the build of this match because I thought that this women's elimination chamber was okay. It was okay. It wasn't bad, but I didn't think it was good either. I thought it was good. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, the, the result was never in doubt for me. I thought it was Oscar all the way. Oscar was the one that, that could come back with the heat and the buzz and compete for a world title at WrestleMania. Nothing against these, against these other women, but we, we saw the Liv Morgan run throughout the year. I thought the way that she was eliminated uh, added to her character. Yeah. She's I really able loved to, her elimination. Yeah, she's able to lose and still retain her character. Also, you want to give Natalia an elimination in Canada. So I think that works out really well. Natalia playing like pseudo babyface in Canada worked out really well too, I thought. Um, Liv had some incredible spots. Carmella came out and you know she's still 
somewhat heated up from her return, but I didn't think that she was going to win. I didn't think that that was a real possibility. All due respect to her, because I enjoyed her SmackDown women's title run. Like, I, I liked it. I thought she did really good. I think she's a better worker than a lot of people give her credit for. But to me, it was Asuka. And I mean, this is something that I've talked to Bianca Belair about a couple of times. Like, she is Mrs. WrestleMania. When she goes into WrestleMania now, people expect her to have like that five-star 10 out of 10 match because she has now back-to-back years had match of the year contenders. Asuka is someone that she can do that with. And I think she could also do that with several women here, but Asuka is the one that has enough build, buzz, intrigue, cachet, history, accolades to really do that this year right now. Raquel, I think it could put on a great one with her too, but Raquel just lost a world title match against Ronda Rousey about seven, eight weeks ago. And even though she's been protected since then, I don't know if she's necessarily ready to be put back in that mania spot. However, they they do a really good job, this regime of WWE, to protect a lot of people and make you go, okay, well, maybe. Nicholas says... That's what they felt like what they were doing with Raquel, too, because that moment, and even though I didn't like that she wasn't in the final two, because to me, it would have... To me, it would have felt like more of a bigger deal to have Raquel and Asuka be those final two versus Carmella and Asuka. So, for me, but I did like that moment, and we mentioned Liv Morgan's elimination. I thought that was great. If you're going to eliminate Liv Morgan after everything she did like that, I felt like going... Having her go out the way that she did kind of gave her a little bit more of a, a... A little bit more of respect in the sense that, you know, what it took two people to actually eliminate her um i did like the little moment where uh we had both oscar and uh carmella like super kick raquel back and forth and eventually have raquel eliminated but i was kind of like damn i didn't want it like it just didn't feel like a big enough deal for me for the actual finish. But um, regardless, regardless, um, you know, I am looking forward to Asuka Bianca. You mentioned her being uh, Miss WrestleMania. It's crazy how quickly she became Miss WrestleMania, where you think about where she was at at WrestleMania 36, for example. And we're only going into WrestleMania 39 and she's already, you know, Miss WrestleMania, which kind of goes to tell you a lot about, you know, how quickly that happened for her. But um, I really do hope that the story really just builds up to be something special uh guys remember leave us a thumbs up subscribe all that good stuff uh we are going to get you notes from joel pearl who is at the presser on behalf of fightful uh, elite biscuit says chamber matches were both great uh love seeing johnny get some shine live proves again to be super reliable tez is special oscar is oscar yeah I, I think the new presentation of oscar has helped out so much um 10 no hikari says if you're going to do the double submission to protect live why have her tap just last night you know that is a very good point that is sort of an oversight i I completely uh agree with that uh it's it's it is a little unusual uh, that they they did that but uh nicholas says do you think any of these women that were in the elimination chamber other than oscar are going to be on mania not in a tag team turmoil like always I hope they bring the Battle Royal back. I know a lot of people in the past are like, okay, well, the Battle Royal doesn't mean anything. It's a new regime. It could mean a lot of things. Uh, you could also put one one night, one the other night, make it matter, make it mean something. Do you see anything for any of these other women? Only live. And I don't know exactly okay. what, but only live Morgan to me feels like the person. Like everybody else would kind of feel like, oh, you know, more like in a mixed 
in some sort of, you know, multi-person match so that, you know, you can get a bunch of people to have their WrestleMania moment because, you know, that's what they do now. And then also you've got two days, right? But legitimately Liv is the only person where I'm like, oh, it would really suck if she wasn't on the WrestleMania card given everything that she's done prior. And so, yeah, I would say Liv. Yeah, uh, that, that's the one I'm looking at too and, and thinking that could be an option. Uh, the Bep Jr. says, congrats to Oscar for winning. Great story for Sammy Roman. For a woman with no wrestling background, Liv Morgan is a future main event star. I mean, she she's headlined. She, I mean, she's been to the to the top already. So, I mean, yeah, I think so. And she's wanting to adjust as well. She's always wanting to evolve. She doesn't want to stick with her same character, which I think is very important. But uh, again, I, I loved how Raquel required multiple people to eliminate her. I thought that Liv was protected to some degree, even though, again, you had that tap out recently, which is very weird. Carmella lasted to the end, so I thought that she got protected a little bit as well. Natalia ended up getting an elimination and a good showing. Nikki was the one that was kind of thrown by the wayside, um, which she is unfortunate. She did have the first big spot of the night, which was nice she to did. see. She did. And uh, I look at, at her and I'm like, okay, well, she's got something else going on right now, very clearly. Like, she's she's very clearly like got a different story that, that's in, in the works or, or planned, but I don't know what the hell that's going to be. I guess one of the see. things that I feel that kind of hurt. And I was just talking about this, that kind of hurt Liv Morgan, where I feel like there's no reason Liv Morgan shouldn't be, you know, in a match against Bianca Belair, for example. But I really do think that the work that she did with Ronda Rousey kind of took away from her SmackDown women's championship reign. Because when you look back and you think of, of Liv Morgan's championship reign, I don't necessarily, you know, it, it's it, I love Liv and I'm so ex I was so excited for her as champion, but I think a lot of what she did with Ronda kind of left it thinking like, oh, well, it wasn't that great. So it's almost like you almost don't. It, it's like if they don't want to put her in that spot again because it didn't necessarily work out when they first did, and so that kind of bums me out because I do think Liv Morgan deserves to be there, um, but unfortunately, I do think the work that she did with Ronda just kind of I, affected her. I heard some absolutely batshit insane stuff that Liv pitched for that feud. I don't I don't know if it's out there. I'm gonna see if I can post it on select soon. But but like I, good stuff I, or bad stuff? Oh, it was <laughs> it was very bold. I think it was bad stuff. I like living off. You thought it was lot, bad? Like you wouldn't like those ideas? Well, no, the idea itself would have been compelling TV. It's just a bad idea to do. Again, I don't know if it's oh, necessarily. Oh, I know. You told me about it. I won't say what it is, but you did yeah, tell me, I... actually. Never mind. It was a bad idea. I remember now. You told me what it was. Yeah. Knock Bogan says, screw it, Liv versus Sabu, book it, Triple H. I'm sure Liv would love that, to be honest with you. Like, my God, she would probably. Uh... This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, 
and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. They would probably, she would be down for that. You know what I'm down for? NordVPN.com, Denise. Yay! If you're out and about, you're using public Wi-Fi, airport, coffee shop, restaurant, hotel, NordVPN.com slash Fightful will protect you. It'll protect you from online trackers. It'll protect you from getting your data stolen. It'll protect you from those just those malware that you get from those dangerous sites. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. But NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to protect you. And you can change your virtual location with just one click to get access to a broader array of content. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Not just that, it works on all your devices. So no matter what you're using, you are protected. A 30-day money-back guarantee, four months free with NordVPN.com slash Fightful, and three great tiers. Secure every device you own. Protect yourself on public Wi-Fi. Listen, watch your favorites abroad, nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Sean, you look like Jimmy Neutron in that video. Good, good. Hey, I had somebody saying, what is that background? Is it a green screen? No, no. That ain't no green screen, my friends. <laughs> you, can, you can smell the wood up here. You can smell it. It's great. I'm so happy to be far, far, part of Lightful. Whoa, Denise! Lightful. It say? says Lightful. <laughs> you, you, said your you, camera so, you said you were so happy to be a fart of Fightful. Denise. Shut up! <laughs> Denise. <laughs>
It's because I was thinking of, I was thinking the word F for fightful and I wanted to say lightful. God damn. A fart of fightful. I'm so happy to be a fart of fightful. Fightful fart. Fightful fart number one. Respect. Hashtag fart of fightful or hashtag fartful. Send us lots of uh, fart puns. We would greatly appreciate that. <laughs> oh my god! Send a, a fart. Oh, wait, a fart. What do you call humper chats? F- f- fart chat? No. 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 <laughs> Doesn't Joel work. Pearl, Joel Pearl uh, on Twitter, who is uh, at the press conference on Fightful's behalf, says there are records for the largest gate and viewers in Elimination Chamber history. Also, Edge has accepted a match against Austin Theory on Monday. Oh, I was about to say, I thought it was going to be for a different pay-per-view. <laughs> no. Uh, Paul Levesque, Triple H, also says he can feel Pat Patterson in the moment, and tonight's show would have been something that he enjoyed. We're going to have more notes from the presser as Joel Pearl of Fartful is there. <laughs> Happy to be representing Fartful. Yes. Swaran says, do Hold you think on. Jay- Hold on. Our official mascot. Oh, no. Oh, no. Denise, you gave it to me. I did, didn't I? <laughs> yes, you did. You think I would buy that? Yeah, I do. Uh, Swaran Singh says, "Do you think that Jay White should have been ousted from Bullet Club if he's WWE bound like Finn and AJ? I think he'll go to AEW. Any thoughts?" Um, I think that WWE is a better fit for him. I think that WWE wants him. I think WWE. It's hard to say if they will pay more, but I mean, like. Unless, well, according to Mike Tyson, probably not. Oh, oh, I can tell you that that AEW paid Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks way more than they were offered by WWE the last time around. But things have changed a lot in the last few years. Who knows uh, what that might be? But uh, like AEW isn't paying chump change, and the schedule is very good. But still, uh, I I I've not looked at any of the results of Battle in the Valley yet. I'm going to catch up with it after this. Maybe he will be ousted from Bullet Club still. But there have been plenty of people who haven't been ousted from Bullet Club and have, have remained apart as they head over. I'm torn on where I personally want to see JY. I get what you mean by him fitting in with WWE. And I think he would, in, there's openings in WWE for him to instantly like go to the top and be a featured person right at the top and this and that. But at the same time, there's so many like matchups I would like to see with him and, you know, AW talent. But at the same time, it's like, you know, that the AW roster is completely bloated. So I don't want to see a situation where like he comes in, we see him for a couple of weeks and then we don't see him anymore. And it's like you don't really want that for him and so i don't know i'm a little bit torn on this one i i i I see pros and cons in both directions oh wait and there is cons in both directions (laughs) there are also pros in both directions anyway there were pros and cons about bobby lashley and brock lesnar uh there this was a sirloin beef sons of bitches match It, it was you know what you expect it was spear 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 uh, F5, the big moves, the big spots, uh, Brock Lesnar getting in and out of, of the hurt lock. But then Brock Lesnar gets stuck in the hurt lock and can't get out and just kicks Lashley in the balls. Now, I'm so conditioned to just not having DQs on pay-per-view that I was like, hey, what the hell's up with this? I don't necessarily hate it because it was probably, as I look at things, probably the the fifth most most excited I was for any match 
uh, of the night. And I think it shows a little bit of susceptibility in Brock Lesnar that we haven't necessarily seen before. But I definitely understand that this is probably not going to be for everybody. And I would really like to see where this goes or what they can do or what the you want to see is. more. I, I said the, the follow up, Denise. I didn't say I want to see more. No, I I'm see, done. I want to see the follow up to this because Bray Wyatt is calling out Brock and or Bobby Lashley. So, like, what happens? Is he going to take on Lashley because Lashley won? Does he do he and Uncle Howdy want to face Lashley and Lesnar? What the hell is going to go on here? Um, I, I know one thing for some people, this went went over like a fart in church, Denise. Oh, God. Is that going to be our new slogan? Are you frozen? Are you doing that on purpose? No, okay. No, I'm just waiting for a reaction, Denise. Okay. Well, my reaction, my reaction was no reaction, but no for else. In regards to this, though, this was a big, giant, stinking fart of an ending. I'm wow. sorry. I hated the ending to this, okay? Because I'm going to be real with you. I was not really too interested in Brock and Bobby once again. But I thought, okay, Denise, stop being a sourpuss. And you're going to, you know, enjoy this. You're going to, I was saying like, okay, as long as they keep the action, you know, high impact moves and it goes fast. And we did get that. We got a lot of that. And I was so interested in it. Um, I always love when, uh, when Bobby Lashley locks in the hurt lock on, on Brock Lesnar, because Brock Lesnar's so massive and his arms are so huge, you can barely even tell he, if he's even got the hurt lock around him. So I was really interested in the match, you know, with everything that they were doing. I thought it got a great start with Brock being so dominant in the beginning, but then Bobby Lashley having this number. And when the ending happened and he kicks him and gets DQ'd, I'm like, no. This is not the way that I want to see this match end. No, I'm sorry, but I felt cheated. I felt robbed. I felt like I got, I got, I got, I got screwed out of an actual proper finish. And I was not interested in this at all. I Brock Lesnar to me is part of the reason why I'm personally a Brock Lesnar fan is because I love dominant Brock Lesnar. Okay. I love seeing him and, you know, being this freaking force to be reckoned with, killer, machine, whatever you want to call him. When he uses that tactic to get out of this match, it's not Brock Lesnar to me. And so for that reason, I could not buy this ending as something that I enjoyed. And so, so for me, it, it doesn't, to me, it doesn't have to be Brock. Like it's, it's him evolving. Like he's, he's getting older. Like he's not getting any younger. Like he's, I don't want that a, story. I don't want that story. Brock's too what, you old. Want the, no. What the same Brock you've seen? Since yes. Like he 10 works years? for me. Yes. I like that Brock. I don't want to see old man. I keep Brock. I have to give the guy a freaking kick to the nuts. Brock. No, I don't want that, Sean. You want Clint Eastwood in the mule, like Bro, having threesomes want... at 90 years old and like, like Clint Does Eastwood really wouldn't let go. at 90 years old? Yes, in the mule. And yeah, Charles Bronson or whatever. No, but like in like real 80. life or like just in movies? How the hell would I know? But like Charles know, Bronson was 85 in action movies. You got Steve Martin at 62 years old. He was still playing a dad in movies. Cheaper yeah, by the dozen guys, seven or whatever it was. Like, these guys on. are not Brock Lesnar, Sean. Like, I want to see Brock Lesnar. Steve come Martin out. would whip Brock Lesnar's ass. I want to see Brock Lesnar come out and just be this, you know, 
unstoppable. Like, that's what I want. I don't want this version of Brock. I'm not, I'm not interested in that, whatever. So then after this, I'm thinking, okay, you know, clearly we get everybody, you know, gets a reaction when he F5s the referee and everything after that, all of that stuff was fine. But I'm like, why do I care? You already lost the match. You got yourself DQ'd. I, I don't care about everything else. Like I get it. It's fun to see, but I didn't care about that. And um, for me, I mean, Bray Wyatt said, that whoever won or came out of live, he would be essentially issuing them a warning to go run, blah, blah, blah. So, so I'm assuming, so I'm assuming that this is going to mean that it's going to be Bobby and Bray, correct? Does this leave an opening for Gunther and Brock, by the way? Because if this is an opening for Gunther and Brock, I'm okay with that. But I'm still yeah, not love, okay with the, I'm still not okay with the ending, though. I thought the ending was not good. I would love Gunther and Brock and Lashley and and uh, Bray Wyatt or, you know, whatever Bray's doing with Uncle Howdy, maybe incorporated in with the Hurt Business. I just don't want to see the Hurt Business look goofy or anything like that. Uh, for those that asked, the Brock spots tonight were planned. The stuff at the Rumble wasn't where he attacked a ref. It was planned tonight. They're playing off of that. Um, ref's fine. All that good stuff. We have a bunch of exclusive details on FightfulSelect.com. A reminder, today we had all kinds of notes. We had notes on Sami Zayn's really emotional uh, promo from last night. We had the rundown. We have the producers for tonight's pay-per-view. We have a lot of backstage notes that you guys have asked about on FightfulSelect.com. And Alex and Kate have another review going on on FightfulSelect.com. We had a preview as well. Just $5 a month. It supports great media coverage that we do. You get over 30 shows a month in addition to usually over at least 70 pieces of exclusive news every single month. It's like a, it's like a dollar 25 a week. It's wonderful. So I'm, I'm down to see Brock just be different. If that's what it is, just like just some, some layers to his character, old uh, man we, layers. Old Maybe. man can't get out of the hurt lock layers. Well, I mean, a lot of people can't get out of the hurt lock. Like that's that's fine to not be able to get out of the hurt lock. But Brock could do like anything he's ever wanted. There's not well, not a shooting star press uh, at WrestleMania 19. But there are some physical limitations to to everybody, even a Brock Lesnar. But I don't know if that's the direction they're going. But I would love Gunther to be sort of like. Uh, I want Gunther to beat Brock if they have a match. Like, I want Gunther to continue his reign. I want Gunther to to beat Honky Tonk Man's record, for the love of God. So, oh, we have the WrestleMania trailers. Rollins and Becky as Joker and Batman. This worked out really well. When Becky showed up, I was like, is she really going to be Batman? And then she did the voice, and I was like, okay. I am so glad they're doing these, Denise. But as a Hollywood resident, how are you feeling about these? I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Could I tell you, I'm just so ecstatic about this because WrestleMania 21 was my first ever WrestleMania that I went live. And I loved everything that they did for that show. The the spoofs, they are so memorable. And I had a feel like... Okay, so I okay, remember when WrestleMania was supposed to be here? What was it? WrestleMania 37 when they were supposed to originally do it before COVID. Um, yeah. And I remember I asked Stephanie that day and I'm like, hey, are you guys, you know, 
are we going to bring back the spoofs? You know, what's going on there? And she's like, I would hope so. She said she hopes so. And I'm thinking, okay, well, she's, you know, good with that. And, you know, we were having a great conversation about that, actually. And, um, but I didn't actually think that they would bring them back. And then when they started promoting the old ones on TV, I'm like, okay, why promote the old ones unless you're going to probably do new ones? So I was very happy to see this because it's just, Look, it's been how many years since they've been back in, uh, you know, in Los Angeles and nothing screams, you know, Hollywood more than them doing the movie stuff and, you know, all of that. And given how many years have gone by and how many different movies and things they can do uh, and just get really creative and do even better than what they did before. Um, I feel like fans look back at that very fondly. And now we have a whole new set that we can look back fondly at. And I, I really liked what I saw here tonight with, uh, with Becky and Seth. So the, the word is, at least according to WrestleVotes, that there are several more planned. There's like Brawling Brutes and Drew McIntyre with 40-year-old virgin, one of my favorites ever. Uh, that one's going to be interesting because they're like tough yeah. guys, but then the 40-year-old virgin's like, you know, so so funny. Bloodline with... Wait, I who's going to be the Steve Carell in that one? Who do you think would be know. the Steve Carell? I don't know, but uh, Bloodline for Goodfellas, apparently, which would be oh, good. It makes an good. awful lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, makes an awful lot of sense for them. Uh, Top Gun with Maurice and Miz, I believe it is. And uh, gosh, what was the other one? I feel like there was there was one more that I'll pull up. But I, I love the execution that we saw because I mean this was a big point of attraction for for a lot of people for the LA WrestleMania. Oh, Rhea and Judgment Day with Stranger Things. Oh yeah, that's gonna be good. Word. Yeah, that'll be now, good. Yeah, I'm not too hip to Stranger Things. My wife watches it a lot, but I mean it's objectively like a huge thing. It's it's like. It's it's everyone knows like I only seen season one well one and a half I watched half of second of the second season so um but everybody knows like the characters and everything like they're everywhere yeah yeah I mean it's it's I think it's a smart idea to do that one it makes an awful lot of sense are there any that you can think of that you would have liked to have seen so I asked um I asked the street profits what it was that they wanted to do and I think they mentioned Friday like they wanted to do. Oh, Friday. that would have been great. Right, right. That would have been, been so good. And then I forgot which one Nikki might have said. She had a good one too, but I'm blanking on it right now. But personally, I mean, there's just so much that they can do. Like, God, there's just too much. They could do something with like the office now that Steve Carell's in my head. That would yeah. be something funny that you could probably do. I don't know. There's just so many, but they could do like TV shows, movies, everything. Hmm. Well, you know, it is WrestleMania season. The Avengers. Be in ch- that would trying hurt. to do an ad Sorry. segue here. Get in oh. shape for WrestleMania season with FitBod. It's February, which means if all has gone according to plan, you're probably well on your way to meeting those fitness goals that you set for the new year. But if you're someone like me, getting motivated to even get started can be the biggest hurdle to overcome. But luckily, the FitBot app has everything you need to hit the goals that you've been targeting. Don't go into the gym aimlessly. Get a fitness plan that's cheaper than a single session with a personal trainer. I've used FitBot since last year back when I was a solid 30 pounds heavier than I am today. And I'm more active than I've ever been. But it's still important to maintain those achievements and set new goals. Whether you've fallen off track or you've hit your goals and are ready for some new ones, FitBot's algorithm changes and updates your fitness plan as you go and helps you find the results you're looking for. Just pick a fitness goal, add your equipment, and FitBot will create a routine for you. 
Whether you've been missing gym time or you've hit a plateau, a fresh start has never been easier. The app switches up your exercises to avoid overtraining or burnout, and your program changes based on your personal progress for maximized results. Whether you work out in the weight room or your bedroom, FitBot has a plan for you. Learn new movements the right way with over 1,400 HD demonstration videos. A full year of FitBot is less than the cost of a single session with a personal trainer. Join FitBot today and build a routine that lasts all year. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app free at fitbot.me slash ppv. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash P-P-V. Big thank you to Will for that. G Bro says, Will, I haven't drank a soda in 15 years, Washington. Listen, he told me that at your wedding was when he decided he wanted to use FitBod and get in better shape. That boy can put down some snacks. Me and him were like just pounding all the snacks. You all had like candies and all kinds of stuff there. I had everything, bro. Oh my God. No, I've seen Will's come to my house. I've seen how much Will can eat. Okay. We, I, we were trying to match each other. And then, you know, he, he's dropped like 30 pounds since then. Love I the stood dude, up. Will Washington. I stood up and I was like, oh, you know, I'm hungry. I'm going to get another pizza. And Will goes, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> I was uh, like, okay. Man, Will's been killing it. We love Will. Check out Day After Dynamite every Thursday and Grapsity today. Brandon Charles Powell says maybe next time Lesnar can fart to get out of the herlock. Hey, that's a better way because at least it would be like a smarter way where Bobby Lashley could be like, uh. Brandon Charles Powell says congrats on being a fart of Fightful, Denise. Be sure to thank uh I've been a fart arena. of Fightful for three years now. He said be sure to thank those arena nachos. Well, Denise, hate to say I told you so, but I did. You didn't tell me shit. I told you that Edge and Beth Phoenix were going to beat Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Oh, yeah. You did tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. And it was um, ass. Just because you told me don't mean I agree with that ending. Yes. But before we get into that, uh, we're going to – well, we – yeah, we're going to get into uh, some presser comments. Sami Zayn was up, and he said that, you know, this obviously wasn't the ending that, that he had hoped for. It wasn't a storybook ending. It was close – but no cigar. Well, we'll have more from the presser, uh, obviously, throughout the night. Uh, Burnt River says, Otis and Gable, Tommy Boy, and uh, Maximum Male Models is Zoolander, and Sammy doing Falling Down. Otis and Gable with Tommy Boy was just such a, such a common sense one that they didn't do, and I wish they would have done that one for sure. Edge and Beth Phoenix defeated Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. To me, the only hiccup in this match was Beth missing the breakup on the pin. Oh, yeah. Beth and Rhea is such a dream match for me. Like, it's my favorite female performer of, like, ever, Beth Phoenix, against, like, exactly what, like, if you could make a second Beth Phoenix... With today's landscape, you would have Rhea Ripley. Dominic was in this match, and he was so slimy and great. And it, I, I've said this before. It's funny because, you know, people always bring up Ray and Eddie. To me, his heel heat and his character seems a lot more like Art Barr, who was Eddie's teammate in Mexico 25 years ago, than either Eddie or Ray. And I, 
obviously you don't want to study his personal life because Art Barr did some abhorrent shit. But like from a character standpoint, that's what you want to go after. This match did so many things that I wanted. Finn Balor does not have a giant match at WrestleMania. So I thought he was sort of the expendable one there. Unless, like, there, there's no unless. Like, whatever he's doing is going to be cooled down now because he took this pin. I know that you were dead set on them not losing this match. How did you feel now that it happened? All right. So first of all, I want to go back and talk about this match because I thought it was really good. And well, well, let's talk about the decision first before we get into the the middle Jesus. of the match. God. I know, but yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to guide this show, Denise. I am the host of the show. Well, let's talk about this. What, how did you feel host. about okay. the ending of it? Okay. How I felt about the ending? Well, I didn't want to see Edge and Beth Phoenix get the win here. I still feel exactly the same way that I did when we talked about this on Raw, in which that I'm sorry, but I don't want to see Rhea on the losing side of things when she's going into uh, this big match against Charlotte Flair. And I don't like that they have, I get it, Canada, I get it. I get the whole, you know, let's get Edge and Beth a win. But I just don't care enough about Edge and Beth to want to see them win. I think it's a bigger deal to keep Rhea Ripley strong. And I get it. They had Finn Balor get the pin. But to me, it's still an L. Rhea's still in the match. I don't, I don't see it I as just, an L for Rhea Ripley. Bro, she lost the match. I guess. I mean, she didn't take the pin. I'm aware. She's still on the losing side. Yeah, I guess. But she didn't eat the pin. And I would love to see them go back to Beth and Rhea after Rhea wins the title. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think that's a good marquee match that they can do for, for the title. I loved Edge and Beth Phoenix doing the Edge and Christian moves like in the corner. And I did not see them doing the shatter machine, the big rig, like at the end of this match, which Edge is good friends with FTR. I thought that was a, an incredible touch. Uh, what were, Did you like the body of the match you, before we like got into you burying the ending because you you think that triple h is the worst booker ever well thank you master by the way for letting me now speak about oh, the actual you're match welcome. um so um the actual matchup i really enjoyed it was actually my favorite part at, at this point of the show um i enjoyed this more than the women's elimination chamber match i enjoyed this way more than bobby lashley and brock lesnar um but my favorite parts in this were legitimately um were legitimately <laughs> you're distracting me <laughs> Where everything that Rhea and Beth did together, that whole exchange where they were like trying to close on each other and the other oh, one couldn't man. bring one down. And then afterwards, um, th that whole moment, the part where they were, you know, trying to uh, pretty much uh, do everything. Like the other one was always trying to outpower the other one. And even the spot where they both had the power bombs on the guys. I thought that was, was really cool, too. It was sirloin beef sons of bitches. But with the women. You yeah. see, so to me, the incredible. most interesting part of this match was Beth and Rhea. Going back to my point of previously wishing that this match would have happened at this pay-per-view instead of afterwards, like you're saying, uh, you know, that be Beth being uh, Beth's, uh, I mean, Beth being uh, Rhea's first challenger uh, after Charlotte. I'm sorry, but to me, I just feel like they need to keep stacking Rhea up till she gets to this match with Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. That's only going to make her feel bigger and I think I would have preferred to see it before than afterwards. That, uh, like that exchange was just so perfect. It's what I had wanted 
what I had wanted uh, out of this. I wanted to see them the just... whole match like this, Sean. Well, yeah, and I think that we will. I think that eventually they'll do that as a singles because I think they have in- they have added some intrigue for it. And also, we didn't see Beth pin Rhea or Rhea pin Beth. I thought that like after the thing happened, I thought that we would see Edge and Beth pin Finn Balor. That didn't end up happening, but I thought that was pretty good. Tamel says, watching the press conference, Edge accepted Theory's open challenge for Monday, but I see Grit Top couple as mixed tag champs. What do you think? I, they're not. I don't think they're doing mixed tag team championships or anything like that. Unless you mean like honorary mixed tag champs. And in that case, I would I would love to see them continue doing some high level mixed tag matches in the future. Like I would, I, I would love to see them go after like Seth and Becky in the future or something like that, and play off of that, um, and do a lot of those things. K seven seven five says Edge Judgment Day thing is over. What do you think Edge does at Mania? Same question for Finn and Priest. Dom versus Ray is what I'm guessing. I kind of feel like all, I mean, I hate to say this, but a lot of what Finn and Priest have done is more important to the Ray story than it is to whatever they might do themselves. And I think that, I think that you have to have them sort of stack the deck against Ray because Ray versus Dominic isn't really convincing in its own. You know, Ray would just beat his ass, it would whip his ass. But real who bad. teams with Ray? No, no, I think that like they're just like in his corner. Oh, so you still think it's just gonna be Ray versus Dominic? Yeah. I you don't do. think it'll be like a three on three? Bring some somebody else to join up with mm. he can join up with Legado since they had that whole moment. With yeah, Santos. maybe. Maybe. I you know, I wouldn't mind. That. Where does this leave Carrying Cross? He's been beefing with Ray too. Damn. There's a lot of question marks. There's there's still a lot of question marks here. K77, or actually, uh, what's the percentage? Wood says, Edge said that he wanted to retire this year when WDB goes to Toronto. However, Dax said on his show that FTR versus Edge and Christian is more possible than people think. What do you think? Dax trolling, Edge to AEW? I mean, AEW absolutely had interest in Edge in the past. Um, But Dax is very, very good at creating buzz for himself and other people. There, there are a few people that are quite as good as that at Dak as Dax is. Maybe he can be convinced to to come out of retirement and you know, or or to do one more match. I think ultimately his last match will be in WWE. I think that's the case. But Denise, I I wouldn't hate to see Hardys versus Edge and Christian versus Bubba and Spike Dudley because Devon can't wrestle anymore. I would love to see that in like AEW or really anywhere. I don't give a damn where they do it. I would love to see it. Somebody also had a good idea. You could do Rob Van Dudley in, in place of uh, Devon as well. That's cute. Like, I like that. Give me all that. Uh, our friend Alyssa Leggett says, uh, that was such a fun pay-per-view. Don't underestimate Prison Dom. Denise, you know what? You mentioned The Office. I haven't watched a lot of The Office, but Dom as Prison Mike. Like, that one would have been very, very good as well. Yeah, they've been making the memes of that. Would love that. Uh, We've got some more notes from the presser. Zane said his ovation on SmackDown was the longest ovation in the history of the venue. And Brandon Thurston asked Hunter about the sale. He says, I stay out of it. It is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's 
That's an interesting response. It edge is what theory, it is. I stay out of it. Edge in theory um, is going to be for uh, the U.S. title. So that's good. Speaking of the U.S. title, Austin Theory retains. Holy crap. What an Elimination Chamber match. If I thought that the women over-delivered and, and had a really, really good match, this is one of the better Elimination Chamber matches I've seen. And this, this helps so many different people. Bronson Reed, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Montez Ford. Johnny Gargano needed this performance tonight. And we're saying that about a guy who's getting eliminated first. Johnny needed this performance. We're going to go like sort of start to end Denise. And we, we will start with Johnny's specific performance. He's been coming out, getting not really any reactions. Hasn't wrestled as much as you would like a guy named Johnny wrestling to wrestle. He's been sort of anchored to the Miz and Dexter Loomis. This is the type of performance that you need from him. Uh, somebody mentioned he got eliminated second. Whatever. Was this was first. Yeah, Bronson was first. You know, watch uh, the product, Sean. We pay you to watch the product. Remember you, you told me that me last shit. week? Remember you, you told me that me last shit. week and made me feel like shit? All because I missed one detail in a Baron Corbin interview. Muted. You don't pay me shit, but I do submit your invoices, Denise. Well, I watch you okay. get paid. Anyway. And you're being paid to pay attention, Sean. <laughs> Tight. Anyway. Johnny Gargano ends up showing out a lot more than we have seen him in any any match in the main roster so far. What do you think this meant for him? Because he wasn't getting any reactions before this. And in this, he got some interactions with Seth Rollins. Like, they were teaming up throughout the whole thing. And he was showing why he had his uh, his reputation before this. Exactly. And then them kicking off the match together was definitely the right call to go about this. And one of the things that I was thinking about while watching this match was really the exact same thing you did. You know, Johnny Gargano was somebody that did so much on the NXT brand and anybody who watched that knows exactly what kind of matches uh, Johnny Gargano can deliver and the big deal matches that he can have. And it's been the difference between night and day on what we've seen from the NXT side of Johnny Gargano, black and gold brand to what we've been seeing on him in the main roster. It's like they completely took away everything that we liked from Johnny Gargano. And I was not expecting that. I really was not expecting that, especially when Triple H in Triple H's you know regime, like this didn't make any sense to me. And so, um, look, I'm not going to get excited about anything for Johnny Gargano just yet because I know that this could we could go back to the exact same thing starting back tomorrow. Um, so unless I start seeing some actual changes on Monday Night Raw, I feel like this was just utilizing Johnny Gargano for his skills, which they should. And I really do hope that they uh, continue with you know whatever momentum they got from him today. They need to keep it going. Cam says the humor spots in this chamber match were actually pretty good. Yeah, Theory working with Rollins and Gargano worked really well. Like when they got, it was what they call phone booth fighting where they pushed him into a chamber. Yeah, that was fun. And they, that, that worked off really, really well, I, I thought. Let's talk Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed has been protected. And I had somebody that's like, oh, well, he's barely been on TV. Well, he's won three matches on TV. And they in were the entertaining. They were, they were very entertaining. And that finish 
a lot of times when I see people do just a big splash finish, I'm like, eh. His is like maybe one of the best I've ever seen. It's incredible. And it's like a tweet that I had posted got a lot of traction because I said if he gets eliminated, it needs to be like the three finisher deal where people hit him with their finish, hit him with their finish, hit him with their finish. Like, because that protects him. If you're going to get pinned, you're going to get pinned by three guys that Johnny Gargano, former NXT champion, Seth Rollins, WrestleMania main eventer, world champ, Montez Ford, you expect him to be a future world champ and that's what they did he looked like an absolute monster here triple h knows how to book this guy and he said come on over here big fella i know you're in a feud with okada and you're beating him but we're gonna pay you more money and i promise we'll book you well now i know that me you and everybody else in the world first saw him with the miz and we went (laughs) shit (laughs) but I think it's worked out pretty well. I think that this was, again, a. I think it's the biggest night of his run so far. Outside of, you know, popping back up in WWE, I think Bronson and Gargano both had their biggest nights in their WWE returns. I agree. I completely agree. I think that Bronson Reed, I was very happy for him because I wanted to really see him go in there and just be Bronson Reed, right? Like just be the person that, you know, got over in NXT that got over outside of WWE and then, you know, came back and, you know, did his thing. Um, I was, I actually thought I considered him being, you know, like one of the top, you know, one of the last three men in the chamber. Uh, I loved the way that they did the elimination spot with him, with everybody going in there and hitting their big finisher on him. I thought that was the perfect way to eliminate Bronson Reed, but he did great in this. Like there wasn't, that's the thing Like there wasn't one person in this match that I didn't feel delivered some sort of their own flavor into this whole thing. Really thought that that was fantastic. Montez Ford is, he's got to be pegged for the next, like a top guy. Like he looked every bit of it here. And I love Angelo Dawkins too. So figure out what you're doing with Angelo Dawkins because he's incredible. But Montez was unbelievable. That spot from the top of the chamber was breathtaking. It was unbelievable. Uh, Flame Inc. says, is Montez okay? He looked pretty shook up there. So there was an injury angle at the end of this. FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, had an update on him. Uh, he's fine. It was to set up the Logan Paul angle. Uh, G-Bro says, I'm going to need to put every belt on Montez. Thanks. Oh, he's going to get a lot. He's going to get a lot of them. Jamal says, please strap that U.S. belt on Montez at Mania. He was phenomenal. Reminds me of Kofi at Elimination Chamber. He was special tonight. I thought I felt like almost everybody in this match was special and did their jobs. Denise Montez Ford, how how do you feel about his performance? This was everything that Montez Ford needed. We've all known he's had potential for the longest time. I actually thought that what they did with him at the Royal Rumble was like completely lame, just getting him eliminated so fast. Like he deserved better. And everyone knew he was going to be the guy to come into this match and have that big spot because that was one of the things that I was thinking about while I was watching the Elimination Chamber was part of the Elimination Chamber and part of the reason why you get so excited about it and everything is the fact that in every match you like to – what makes it part of what makes an Elimination Chamber special is that you want to see things you haven't seen before 
incorporated into the chamber matchup. Like that's the whole purpose of having this structure. That's the whole purpose of having all of these guys and the guys that you have in this match to do things like this. And so when Montez went to the top and, you know, he's hanging on there like monkey bars and he finally gets, you know, the proper, uh, you know, positioning so that he could just let go and fall right into all the other guys. It was a very cool moment. And it was the unique moment that I personally look for in chamber matches. And he delivered on that end of things. Um, But he came in, man, with so much energy, so much like he just added so much more life to the chamber match period. It is hard to um, come out of this match, not talking about Montez Ford specifically, but also that injury angle, man, I kind of fell for it for a bit. Cause it kind of went a yeah. second until we actually saw something come out of it. At first I thought they were going to use that injury angle to have Austin theory cheat. And then when he did it, I'm like, Oh man, is something really wrong here? Like, should I be worried? And then that last portion where he was coming out and like, he kind of fell. I'm like, okay, it's a little too dramatic but what if this is like legit I don't know um whatever right but then finally when you know we'll talk about Logan Paul but once he came in that's when I was like okay this was all to you know for that but because it took so long I really wasn't sure I they sold me a ticket for this one so let's talk about that we all know how good Seth Rollins is by the way I have to see him do a pedigree where somebody's hanging up on the ropes like he oh, yeah. against Johnny that looked I was like oh shit like are they about to eliminate Johnny right here but WrestleMania is going down. Logan Paul, Seth Rollins. And we've said this on the show for really probably the past month or so, Denise. When mainstream outlets like the Entertainment Tonight and TMZ do their little interviews with Seth Rollins to promote this match, they're going to love him. They're going to absolutely love how off the wall he is. And um, it is the right match for Seth Rollins if he's not going to be in a title match, I feel. And um, Logan Paul did his job as a heel here, and I'm I'm pumped for it. Yeah, I did. I liked the ending. Um, I was a fan of it. I thought that having Austin Theory retain was the right way to go about it. I just think he needed it. He needed this a lot more. He needs to get back a lot of what he lost when they did the Money in the Bank cash. And I mean, we were here to talk about that whole disaster. So they need a lot to get him back, you know, to a whole another, you know, where he should be or, you know, whatever. Um, And Seth Rollins, Logan Paul is definitely a match that I'm looking forward to because based on, I mean, obviously everything we've seen from Seth Rollins, he's always known for having, you know, these fast paced, exciting matches. Seth Rollins doesn't have boring matches. And based on what we've seen from Logan Paul, uh, especially coming off of that Roman Reigns match, he, I feel like I got a lot of more, um, I became a bigger fan of Logan Paul in WWE yeah. because of that Roman Reigns match. And to me, based on what I saw on that, and one of the things I mentioned about Logan Paul when we were discussing that Roman Reigns match was that he brought a lot of intensity to what he did. And that to me was something that really got over with me. And um, because of that, I want to see him mix it up with Seth Rollins. I think it's going to be a fun little, um, a fun match. Honestly, I think it's going to be a really fun one because these are, and you just know it's going to be. That's that's where I'm at on this one. And it doesn't need a championship belt or anything like that. But awesome I don't know. Though, but here's the thing, though. I'm not I'm not so sure on what I want the outcome to be of the match. I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, I still Logan's got to win at some point. 
Yeah, I want. I can't see Seth Rollins losing to Logan Paul. I truly cannot. But at the same time, I'm like, they're probably going to do it because it's WrestleMania in Hollywood. You're going to want that buzz. What's more buzzier than that in Hollywood is Logan Paul winning. El Milkman says, if Seth loses to Logan, does he have to scam kids with Crypto Zoo? Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for the super chat. Uh, we also have uh, Tigo saying, amazing Montez, Spider-Man Ford. It was incredible. Jared says, Bronson and Johnny needed to show out, and they did. Yeah, they did exactly what they needed to. Tigo says, Montel, the Street Prophet Ford with Dawkins, backing him up for the solo run, please. I mean, I think Montez is good enough to do his own run at this point, too. Like he is They both are. Yes, they, they both can be single stars. Like I don't even think they need like a nasty split or something. Mm-mm. Let them still be associated with each other and do single right. stuff. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry, but we can't afford a, a breakup of a you know, male tag team. I'm sorry. We, we can't afford it. Spencer says theory issued an open challenge. When was, when will we see Cena? Well, I can tell you one thing. Uh, they filmed something when Cena was in Tampa uh, for that SmackDown fightful select reported it uh, over a month ago that they brought in Austin theory to film something. So maybe it was them filming like him answering a challenge or something like that. Cyclops says, shout out to Bianca for making that fly ass gear, especially that jacket. Uh, he's a star. I'll tell you who is also a big star this weekend. Joel Pearl. He is in Montreal at the site of Elimination Chamber. Uh, He is here with us right now. He was just on the post-show press conference. Joel, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. We're doing good. I want to thank you for the work you did this week. He attended the junket yesterday. Uh, We... I wouldn't say we went full Denise, but Denise, you'll be happy to know that I got one interview up yesterday. Woo! Progress, right? Uh, Joel, how you feeling after being at the event live, being at the presser, being uh, in media? There was a lot going on. Uh, it was a really, really busy experience. It was a really uh, busy show. One thing that I'll tell you was a little frustrating. I think you guys were talking about at the Rumble, they kind of whisked you away before the end of the show. They uh, did something similar to us tonight where in the middle of the main event match, they said, hey, come watch the show on the floor. And they took us all the way around, and they had us standing at the very back and had us uh, had us basically – I have to move, sorry. Uh, they basically had us move to the back and wait around for the match to end, and we couldn't see a damn thing after that. Wow. Yeah, and so, then, they, then they moved us to the press room itself. So oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, we we missed the the end of Royal Rumble as a result of that, but um, well, we watched it on the phone, so we didn't yeah, miss we watched, it. But yeah, we, we but watched it. Wasn't it the same the experience. It it right. absolutely was not the same experience. But uh, anything that you maybe noted in the crowd that probably we didn't see on TV, which I know that you haven't kind of looked at that yet, but still, I mean, the crowd was hot. It was they loved everything. They could have stood there, Sammy and Roman, for the first ten minutes of that match and done not a damn thing and they still would have kept chanting. Other than that, I mean, the crowd was on their feet for almost the entire match. Every time I looked, they were waiting for some big moment, and they would get a big moment, big pop, and then, you know, one, two, kick out. Next thing you know, they'd be sitting down again. But uh, other than that, it was it was hot throughout the whole thing. They were a little confused, I think, when, uh, when at least when Jimmy came out, and then they were really excited when KO came out, of course. But uh, all in all, I mean, the show was great for a city that was looking to cheer for a hero and that's what they got i think everyone was firmly behind sammy no questions asked and uh, at the end of it it was uh 
just a feel-good moment despite the fact that Sammy lost. And he said as much in his press conference. He said uh, that he wanted a storybook ending. He didn't get a storybook ending, but he got you know as close as he could to it. He had to pull himself back. I think he wanted to say he was going to have a wet dream, but not what he said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was close to it. He's like, ah, i got to use my filter. But anyway, uh, it was uh, a good night for Sammy, minus you know not winning the title. I have a question. What was your biggest takeaway from the press conference? Like, what was the thing that you felt was like the most, the thing that kind of maybe took you aback or that made the most newsworthy bit of that? Uh, the most newsworthy bit may have just been the part where uh, the people were asking very different questions. Some people were wanting to ask more kind of kayfabe questions and ask like Austin Theory, when is John Cena going to face you at WrestleMania? Or they wanted to ask questions that were, you know, uh, more Montreal based, which is fine. It's local. Uh, there was a big mishmash of questions, and I think that kind of took everyone who was WWE staff by surprise as well. Uh, Were so you surprised got... that nobody asked why Velveteen Dream hasn't been fired? Yes, actually. I was very close to asking Paul, but they took the mic away from me okay. at the last second. Yeah. But instead, I got to ask Sammy about uh, the little Fightful Select report that we had earlier about uh, his promo from SmackDown on Friday. And he actually, at the end of the... Uh, at the end of that, at the end of his answer, he said, I was supposed to talk about Cody. I was supposed to talk about WrestleMania. I was supposed to talk about a lot of things, but I wanted to let the moment sit. He said that uh, it was a five-minute standing ovation. He said that uh, Pat LaPrade said it was the largest or longest uh, standing ovation in Montreal Bell Center history. That was, that was some pretty interesting stuff from that. Yeah, uh, shout out, shout out to Joel, who got a, a not a, not a big assist there. I think I got an assist and. Joel slammed that report home with the uh, Sami Zayn thing on Fightful Select today. If you guys want some more info on that that promo, I encourage you to check that out. Joel did some incredible work uh, on that, and I was able to get some supplemental info. But uh, Joel, thank you so much for, I have for joining one more us. Question. Okay, go ahead, Denise. Joel, what'd you eat in the media room? What they served today? <laughs> Dry chicken they tenders. Give us, no, they just sat us in the seats. They just sat us in one of the oh, sections. Denise, because, okay. the, yeah. There's, so no, the there's not a big press box there, probably. The, they got the, the press boxes at the stadiums. So the oh. press box in the venue is way at the top. In, like, the 500 levels, you have to go across a catwalk. And because it's a, a hockey stadium, normally you're just looking down, straight down onto the floor. So they don't do that. Instead, they just gave us uh, they just gave us seats in a regular area near the hard camera. Okay, that's, that's, that's good. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Joel Pearl, thank, no so thank you so much for joining us. Uh, guys... Uh, Joel, let the people know where they can find you this week for more uh, first-hand experience. I will hopefully be on Fightful Overbook tomorrow evening with Tim, who is with me as well. He's just hiding in the shadows, producing and getting a lot of great footage that you'll see as well on, uh, on Fightful. Uh, if you go to Fightful Overbooked on YouTube, you'll find us there. And uh, where else you'll find me, just go follow me at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. And uh, yeah, good opportunity. Thank you guys for, uh, for everything this weekend. And uh, looking forward to more of this stuff. Joey did incredible work this week. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah. Joel Pearl, he really did do incredible work. He does every time uh, on the scene, so big thank you to him for that. Uh, we got some super chats from Alyssa Leggett, who said, or Alyssa, Alyssa Leggett, who said, they booked Bronson so well and completely indestructible that I actually was rooting for theory for like 10 seconds. The whole match ruled. Oh, my God. I was... I was fearing like a Rick Boog situation for his knees, his legs, when he was hoisting up Bronson Reed. So I'm completely with you, Alyssa. I was yeah. like, is he really going to pull this off? I didn't even know like he could even lift him up. I was a little bit taken aback by that. Good I was boy, like, oh, yeah. Wow. 
I'm Torch says, bro, I never cried and watched live with Denise. Montez had me crying, bro. That Elimination Chamber was so amazing. The way Montez was selling that injury. I was, that he sold me a ticket on that one too. Yes, I, I was concerned. I was like, oh no, no. Big same. Big same. Wow. RS sends us a big super chat. Says, man. I'm drunk. What a crowd. What a show. I got to be at the gym at 6 a.m. WDB on fire. You guys will enjoy Mania. I'm going to regret giving you this money tomorrow. Much love. Keep hustling. Easton was a really nice one. Big thank you to RS because. Watch uh, tomorrow. I appreciate you, RS. And how about this, RS? Uh, Drop in mine or Luis's DMs if you want to send like an additional chat or two this week. Uh, to get your questions or statements on the air. Uh, we appreciate you so much, man. And whatever you were drinking. We appreciate that as well. Full White says, show was mid to me. The real loser here is Sammy. All that work for, uh, in the storyline for nothing. Good game to Oscar for the dub. Other than that, a mid pay-per-view. I really enjoyed the pay-per-view. And I, I mean, that's the beauty of subjective entertainment is that you can feel however you want to feel. Jared says the ladies chamber slap. So proud of all these ladies, but where does Liv go from here? No path to mania or titles right now, unless she tags with someone. And I feel like the tagging with someone thing is just such an easy, lazy thing to do. Do you like, I legitimately, I would like to see her in the battle Royal doing something substantial with that. If they even do it, but I would like for them to, to, if they're going to do a battle Royal to put some important names in there and add some stakes to it, that way people won't make the face that you just made where you went, ah, that way people go, okay, maybe triple H gives a shit. Because I mean, no, that, that is how most people would react to it. Denise is exactly I'm how you just react. I could care less about a battle exactly. royal. And I just, I know what it's going to be. And I know that's pretty much the, you know what? At least you came out. You were part of the events that yeah. it's a, to me, it's a participation trophy. That's what it is. Oh, big news from Battle in the Valley. Switchblade Jay White just lost the Loser Leaves New Japan match. And not only that, David Finley is the new leader of Bullet Club. David Finley, who appeared on this week's Wrestling Perspective podcast, hosted by Dennis Farrell and Lars Fredrickson. Do you know why Lars Fredrickson is of note today, Denise? Why? Not only is he in Rancid, but he is at New Japan Battle in the Valley. You know who he's sitting with right now? Who? CM Punk, Denise, who one month ago, uh, I was told, inquired about going to the show. He's just there as a fan, but... What's the percentage Woods said Jay White just lost? Being that he can't compete, does that increase the chances of going to WWE? As it does make sense that if he goes to AEW, who they currently work with. Yeah, so I mean, that's the thing. If he was going to AEW, I'm sure New Japan would still want him as a result. However, Denise, this is Switchblade Jay White. He could pop back up in New Japan and just go, I lied because he, that's who he is. Right. I, I feel like we, we talked about this ad nauseum. I feel WWE is the best fit for him. I think that from a character presentation standpoint, it works better. There are so many people in AEW that I'm like, well, Ricky Stark, Swerve, like all these people that I'm like, well, they're future top stars. It's never bad to have another top person. But like, for example, when Juice Robinson went over to AEW, I now I'm like, well, I hope he's like a mainstay in Ring of Honor because Ring of Honor needs big personalities like that as well. And 
we never see him on AEW. I just, I feel like WWE is the best fit for him, Denise. Yeah. And I mean, I pretty much said my piece on this is that I can see it going either, see him going either direction. Izzy says he was uh, rooting for Denise to lead Bullet Club. Damn. (laughs) Maybe next time. Knock Bogan says, Sean, you beat me to the dream bit. I'm always going to ask why people didn't ask about Velveteen Dream. Uh, But yeah, David Finley is new leader of the Bullet Club. That's cool to me. He's great. He keeps getting better all the time. He keeps getting better. He has a great personality too. Yeah. And you know what? If you don't have a great personality and you just need to look better, Harry's Razors has you covered. If you're on the road like I am or at home, you want to make sure you get a good shave. You want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And you can do that with Harry's razors harrys.com slash fightful the truman shave trial set is a 15 dollars value for just three dollars at harrys.com slash fightful they got that great razor it's german engineered it's got five blades it's got that weighted handle you got the foaming shave gel a travel cover that way when you're on the road like i am right now you can make sure that you get your shave and not lose all your stuff you'll be able to put it in that that travel cover Take it right with you. You can schedule replacement blades whenever you need them with refills as low as $2. Harrys.com slash Fightful. They went and got a German blade factory. That way they could bring you the best shave possible. They have the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. And what I love, they're offering a no-risk trial. If for some reason you don't like your shave, it's on them at Harrys.com slash Fightful. What are you waiting for? Make yourself look good. Look, look like this. You want to look like this, don't you? Harrys.com slash Frightful. Now, I know some people might look at that read and say, Sean, you haven't traveled. Yes, I did. I traveled from that end of my office over to this end of my office. Harrys.com. Use that code Fightful. Cody Bondra says, do you hear from talent super happy with AEW at the moment? Yeah, I do. Actually, I talked to one that really felt like they were regaining their identity as the wrestling program. Uh, I'm, I'm going to do some some stories on that one uh, as well. But yeah. Um, yeah. As he says, back to back ad reads, please. No, <laughs> we've got all of our ad reads out of the way. But I will tell you guys, FightfulSelect.com, please subscribe. Uh, today you got a preview show, a review show, and uh, a scoops thread. You had the Sami Zayn story that he confirmed. Uh, just a, a lot of great stuff there. We had SmackDown news as well. Cody Bondra says, "What do the journalists who traveled uh, to WWPLEs but don't get to ask a question at the press conference do? We drove two thousand miles for this. Most of them aren't driving. Um, it really depends on your assignment. Like for." Me, it is an investment to get content. Like, for example, people said, why did you ask this question? Why did you ask that question? The questions that I asked Rhea Ripley and Cody were specifically because I wanted them for clips for our TikTok and our Instagram reels. Because Denise knows how important that is to grow. And we got clip channels, all that stuff. There will be other times when I'm there and I'll be like, well, I want to specifically work on a story. I worked on a Royal Rumble story for a long time. Denise goes there and she gets interviews and she gets uh, scrum footage and presser footage. Uh, and, and this is because Denise owns her own outlet. I own my outlet. But there are a lot of people who come from other outlets 
and their assignment is to literally just be there. There are a whole lot of outlets, and Easton and I were talking about it earlier. They'll get like video interviews with big names, and like those big outlets will not want the videos at all. They don't care. They want the written article. So it really just depends on whatever that individual's assignment is. So it, it varies. The Dick Burns Show says Finley is leader of Bullet Club. Fin Juice Reunion? Yeah, I think it's possible. And Kim Gray says legit thought Gargano died twice insane match it was an insane match and kim we love hearing from you roman reigns against sammy Zayn. i loved this match i even liked the ending i want to know how you felt denise because i feel like despite everything that happened in the middle you know there's haluva kicks and spears and shenanigans and barricades everybody wants to talk about the finish roman reigns beats Sami Zayn in montreal two ref bumps two usos only jimmy attacks they did a by the way a brilliant job setting up the fact that we didn't know if the Usos would be there. We thought they weren't allowed in the country. They are. Specifically, Reigns beating Sammy. Your thoughts on that? Am I also am I also talking about the stuff with Jay yet or not yet? Let's just talk about the specific win, the de- the booking decision. The actual okay, just Roman defeating Sammy. Was completely expected. No yes. surprises. That's my only... Th- I have more thoughts on the other stuff. Sorry. Okay. That's all I've got to contribute. So the Usos pop up. Jimmy popping up. We go, oh, shit. And here's the thing. I knew that if Jimmy was there, Jay was able to be there. Uh, because Jimmy's been in trouble a lot more recently than Jay. Jimmy does his thing. Jay wouldn't attack or didn't attack Sammy. And then... Roman disrespected him. The Usos element of this is great because Jay is loyal to Jimmy. Jay is at least on decent terms with Sammy. Jay always seeks the approval of Roman, but Roman constantly disrespects Jay. The Usos element of this is so fascinating. Denise, your thoughts. Oh boy. Well, cue me up to be the jerk here because I did not like the way that this played out. I was not a fan. I actually kind of feel they dropped the ball here because you mentioned the element of the Uso, specifically Jey Uso and Sami Zayn. We've been talking about this and a lot of us went into this I think expecting that, you know, Jey Uso was going to turn on Sami Zayn and there was going to be this big heartbreaking moment and that was going to lead to Sami Zayn losing this match, right? And even though it was going to be a heartbreaking moment, it was still going to garner a reaction. I think when Jimmy Uso came out, it was like, okay, here we go. Here we go. You know you're going to see Jay. You know you're going to see Jay. Jimmy Uso does his thing. Yeah. Right. You know, Jimmy Uso does his things and it's not, we're not, he's not able to keep Sami Zayn down and out. So you're like, okay, Jey Uso is going to come out. Jey Uso finally comes out. And they kind of, te- he's there. He's torn. He doesn't really, doesn't seem like he knows if he's going to go with Roman or if he's going to go with Sami Zayn. <clears throat> I wanted 
I think we needed him to make a decision there because the fact that we didn't get a decision left it feeling completely and utterly meaningless to me because there was nothing to react to. There was a moment where he had the chair and they almost queued it up to make it seem like he might was going to hit Roman Reigns, right? At that moment when I thought, okay, they're queuing it up to make the people think he's going to hit Roman Reigns, but what if instead he does go for Roman Reigns, but instead Roman Reigns ducks and he accidentally gets Sami Zayn, um, thus costing him the match, right? For me, the fact that we didn't get anything remotely near to that and it ended up being Sami Zayn accidentally taking down Jey Uso felt completely lame. I didn't think that they really seize the story or the moment with Jey Uso and Sami Zayn. They almost seemed like they were too afraid to have him make a decision. Like the moment was too big and they didn't actually seize the moment here. And for me, that was a huge issue because no, I would have rather people been like, God damn it, what the hell? How dare you do this to Sami? When the whole thing finally ended, I had no reaction. It was, you look at the crowd, they panned to the crowd and people were just standing there. They weren't reacting to this. I don't necessarily think they pulled the plug here um, or whatever. They, they needed to really just go for it and they didn't go for it. They held back and this was not the moment to hold back whatsoever. We needed to have more of a definitive end result with Jey Uso and Sami Zayn because that was going to lead to us and how we felt about Roman Reigns. When Roman Reigns defeated Sami Zayn, it was like, okay, we knew that was going to happen. Cool. Now what? That's what it was. And I did not think that this moment met the expectations. I, I think they missed the ball here. I, I think they missed, they missed it completely. I was not a fan of this. We got a lot of responses from our audience. Super chats, humper chats, go ahead and get them in humperchats.com or here on youtube.com slash fightful. Becky says the in-ring action tonight was incredible, but the ending of the main event just sucked. There was so much more they could have done. Manuel says two FU crowd finishes in a row uh, to end the show isn't good. Felt like old WWE tropes coming back, unlike the level of Bloodline's great storyline. Dan V says, what an awful finish to the great Zayn Reigns match. Owen showing up afterwards and not during the match, but the second ref bump was stupid. They couldn't get out of their own way. So after this match, by the way, they keep cutting to Sammy's wife during this. Uh, it was good to incorporate her some. They cut to her way That's too much. That's what I much. thought too at one point, yeah. At way one point, too much. It became a little too much. Yeah, when there's a 2.9 kick out and they immediately cut back to her, no, show me, show me Sammy and Roman there. Um, but I, I thought that Roman talking to her and then Sammy during good. the match, giving her a kiss was really, really good. Stuff. Oh, I love that moment. Yeah. So Kevin Owens shows up after this match, as, as mentioned on the, uh, on, on the, the super chat and humper chat. And he helps attack Jimmy Uso. I don't think we saw Jay Uso get attacked. He didn't. At first I thought he did, but I think it was Jimmy twice. It was Jimmy. Uh, Roman gets hit with a stunner as well. And then Paul Heyman gets hit with a stunner. I'll say this. Paul Heyman landed more strikes on Kevin Owens than Kevin Owens landed on him. But 
Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens didn't have like the big embrace or anything. And why would they? Listen, Kevin Owens got saved from more of a beating. Sure. However, Sami Zayn has screwed him over at every turn for months and months and months and months. Now, granted, Kevin Owens kind of has it coming after years of doing the same thing to him. Like for, I had long said I could see where Sami Zayn would win the title and then Owen just does it again. Like, why, why not? Also interesting, there's no Solo Sokoa here tonight. Where, where does he fit into this? But Kevin Owens, we have not seen the big reunion. Now, there's a lot of people that said, well, why the hell didn't Kevin Owens come out earlier? Because Kevin Owens doesn't really give a shit whether or not Sami Zayn wins or loses this match. First off, Sami Zayn was a big part of him losing his title match. So just because he helped save him for further CTE is not like something to me that's like, oh, okay, I don't mind Kevin Owens taking his sweet time. But also they could literally say, yeah, I was at home three blocks away and I just saw this unfold and came down there. <laughs> he, he ran there. <laughs> I, I was on a bird scooter for the love of God. Those things don't go that fast. <laughs> there are ways they can get around it. But like a lot of people are saying like Kevin Owens should just be so like, oh, thank you so much, Sammy. No, Sammy screwed him over so many times over the last several months, like over and over and over again. And as we saw by the end of this, Kevin Owens wasn't like falling all over himself. I'm not disappointed with this ending because I believe there's a path to something very creatively satisfying. I believe that there is still more to this story that has not been told yet. I don't think it has to be told here. I think that Cody Rhodes is the right call as well for WrestleMania main event. I don't think they are done telling the story, Denise. See, I completely disagree. I think this was the night to get to it. Like this was the night to do something because I mean, it was Roman versus Sammy in Montreal. Like, this was the moment to have, you know, uh, to me, the, the, the to me, to me, the thing with Kevin Owens wasn't even, I don't even care about that. To me, it was the Jey Uso spot um, that needed to be completely ironed out differently. It did. It needed to be more dramatic. It needed to be more impactful. I was very disappointed with the ending. Um, I don't like them having this, I'm going to save this mentality for another moment so that we can for continue mania? to see no, Mania. Not, we're not getting that. We're getting Roman Cody. We know that. You don't know. You don't see. know what we're getting because they have changed okay. the main event of WrestleMania multiple times. Brian Danielson got added to two WrestleMania main events. So why specifically was, would they change it right now? But they they change it to Kofi Kingston because fans. I'm not talking it. about the and, past. I'm talking about right now, Sean. Why would they change it right now? Based on what? Based on the fact that Sami Zayn's white hot, it depends on the story and the path and how the audience responds to it. If I'm talking Cody about storyline wise, I, it's a scripted show. They can create exactly. They could have done something tonight for that. They didn't do nothing. Is what I'm saying. We're standing here in the exact same spot. I don't feel we got anything it's out of scripted. tonight. It is scripted. Exactly. So we should have gotten something from tonight. You can't. It's the story's not over, Denise. Okay. The, the book, Does that, the book doesn't the close okay. and you just throw it Sean, out. Like Sean, you know what keeps a book interesting? 
when you finish a chapter and it makes you go, shit, I want to turn the page to the next what? chapter. I don't This is one of the most way. compelling storylines in yes, the history of the company. I know that, but this was supposed to be the big moment. Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns in Montreal, we were supposed to see something bigger happen here. The ending supposed completely to. fell flat. Him just supposed. defeating Sami Zayn wasn't enough. We already knew that was going to happen. We needed something more here with the Jey Uso spot needed to happen. I'm sorry, why, why, but I why feel... Why can't it happen? There's six weeks till Mania. I feel you're settling with this storyline here where it is right now, based on what happened today. Hey, also this person, quit fucking spamming our chat. I'm aware. And you said, <laughs> why would Owens come out? Look, who doesn't like Roman Reigns and Jimmy Uso? <laughs> That's why. Why would he come out? He don't like those guys. That's why. Look, I just Everybody don't says, agree. Because it's, it's in Montreal, because it's in Montreal. Like, This was the big fight feel. Like, This was the big moment sure. for them to do something. Well, they didn't do you know anything with it, Sean. That's what you I'm know, saying. They didn't do anything with it. They sold out an arena. No, the I'm most talking about the let moment, talk. the let ending, me, Sean. Muted. Let me talk. They didn't do anything with it. It's a business. It is a business. It is stories. I don't know what's going to happen Monday. I don't know what's going to happen Friday. And there are like five or six of those along the way. There's no supposed to. We don't know yet. There might be something compelling that they develop over the next few weeks that creates that story, that adds to it. They integrated Cody Rhodes into this. Cody Rhodes was supposed to be talked about last night as well. Like, supposed to what? Like, nobody... Okay, so then why did I tune in today? And and hello, this person says, I didn't get a dime from their gate. Why should I care about that? I'm not asking you to. I never said that. I never said, and that's a stupid fucking thing to say. <laughs> so they I'm care about I'm not trying to it. make you angry here. I'm no, just you're not making me angry. You. Let me talk. Let me talk. You're not making me angry. What do they get from it? They get a lot from it. The story is not over. It's not done. Sami Zayn had to have two ref bumps, Jimmy Uso, Paul Heyman, and the most dominant champion since Hulk Hogan to beat him in Montreal. That does not scream the end to me. Now, will it happen at WrestleMania? Hell, I don't know. But there, like, why does him beating Roman Reigns... Then what, Denise? If I'm not Sami Zayn talking about that moment. I'm talking specifically about the fact that they didn't actually make anything definitive here. They kept us okay. Him, they needed to do more, Sean. With the leading up to the ending with Roman defeating Sammy, most of us already knew that was gonna happen. We already knew that. Everybody wanted to know how this was going to happen. And the moment of the how was completely what failed here. Sean, did you not see that crowd reaction? There was no reaction. People were just standing there. Why? Because it wasn't a satisfactory I, um, moment. You didn't feel angry. You didn't feel uh, heartbroken. You didn't feel anything. You were just like, okay, It ain't okay, all about Montreal. Happened. It ain't all about no, Montreal. I'm, saying, I'm not just talking about, but the crowd there felt that way. And so did I watching this show. And clearly, we're getting a couple of people that felt the same way too. Because they needed to do 
more leading into that moment. I'm sorry. I think that they had the, the Jey Uso moment to me was the pivotal moment to do something there. This was a big layer of the story. And this was something that to me felt important and they didn't do anything with it. Well, guess what? Jey Uso is on Raw and SmackDown. He's got like okay. 12 more opportunities. I understand something. that. I understand that. But to me, if you're the pay-per-view, the premium live event, that's mm. where you do it. You don't do it on, I'm sorry, but you don't do it on SmackDown. You do it on the premium live event where, you know, a bunch of people what? are tuning in for this specific show. SmackDown's I, the most watched wrestling show in the me, world. Okay, so you're telling me that, you're telling me then that the pay-per-view doesn't matter? So I shouldn't be tuning in? Premium live no, events where no, shit's supposed bullshit. to be going that's, down. That's ridiculous. Sean, like I said the this was the moment matter. where it's supposed to happen. The supposed to, according yes. to who? Says who? Who says it's supposed to happen here? Sean, let me, it's just more, okay. Because that's the way that Vince did it? I don't know why I have to explain this to you. Because, because to it's, me. Because it's, it's ridiculous. SmackDown no, is the most have, watched okay, show. Yes. Okay, of, fine. So you're telling planet, me it's better just to wait? Instead of having Jay make some sort of decision on Elimination Chamber, you think it's better to do it on Raw or SmackDown? It could be. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Maybe See, it I don't will agree be. with that. To me, it, if they were going to do that, if they were going to do that, which they felt it had to since it was a big part of the story, it should have been done today on this specific show. And maybe in like five or six weeks, I'll be able to say that. But I can't say that right now. Well, and I'm, I'm not saying willing... it right now. Well, that's great. Good for you. But <laughs> you, you fantasy booked not only a moment, but an argument in your mind and then got disappointed when it didn't happen because you set those expectations for yourself. Okay, WWE so I expected, did, I expected something good? Not only not only did WWE not suggest that this would happen, WWE suggested that the Usos wouldn't even be there. So there was, who was going into Look, this I show? I don't think you get my argument. I don't think you get it. I'm sorry, Sean. This completely fell flat. Okay, so, Denise, don't get it. They weren't advertised for the show. In fact, they were anti-advertised. The Usos on WWE <sighs> programming were told to stay home. I understand that, Sean. I completely so there was no supposed that. to. <sighs> okay, so then that completely gets erased the second they're out there. He had a moment. Roman Reigns was all up in his face, telling him to make a decision. He didn't make one. That was the moment. Denise, how like I, I'm maybe in a month I'll be like, ah, you know what? Denise was right about that. Nah, but I don't want to hear is, that I'm right in a no, month. No, no, that's man. bullshit. That's bullshit. And we ain't doing that. Because I'm allowed <gasps> to let stuff play out. I'm allowed to let things watch it and not have somebody go, oh, well, you said, you said. No, I'm allowed to look at this. One of the best storylines that WWE has ever done and go, huh. Maybe in two weeks, three weeks, three days, it'll end up being good. Or when it does or doesn't happen, I'm allowed to look back and go, hmm, well, they should have done it then. You don't have to make up your mind the night something does or doesn't happen and be like, well, this is the best thing ever. It's the worst thing or, or terrible or good. You're allowed under this regime, especially, you can let it play out. Uh, a year ago, if you would have told me let it play out, I'd have said, hell no, Vince is running this show. It absolutely sucks. There's no promised land. There's no 
pot of gold at the end of this rainbow, there's no benefit to letting it play out. But now, maybe there will be. I don't know. Maybe Triple H will completely fumble this whole storyline, and I'll look back at it like the last season of Ozark and be like, damn, wasted my time. So when do we get to decide the storyline was fumbled? You can decide when whenever you want. Okay, well, I'm deciding right now. I'm deciding that right now in this moment, they did not capitalize on it. They did not seize the moment. That's my, where I'm standing at with this, okay? And I will decide when the storyline is over. At the end of the show, I thought, well, all that for for this moment right here did not meet the moment at this time. At this time, perhaps I agree, but I don't know how I'm going to feel. Look. My last words on this is, I don't feel that they seize the moment. Muted. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, like Sean, you're, you're just not, you're like not understanding here. No, I and understand. I cannot have an argument with somebody that just doesn't understand. Don't, what don't I understand? You, you are making it seem like. This was not an important show. You're making it seem like this wasn't a moment. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, that, that's happen. not true. That is objective. You're making it untrue. seem like it didn't have to happen right now. Like it could happen in two weeks from now. It could. I'm not saying that's not an important show. I am not saying it's not an important show. You You've not, got okay, billion for, dollar deals. Look, B Suite right here says 2023, you need to have more balance between TV and PLEs compared to the past. Plenty of time to tell more story before Mania. Yes, they've got billion-dollar deals, Denise, for Raw and SmackDown. SmackDown is the most-watched wrestling show in the world with viewership that's been doing very, very good on Fox. It is very important to have things on there. What you're effectively saying is that just doing it on a SmackDown doesn't matter because SmackDown doesn't matter. I don't no. even cover SmackDown no. on a Friday. No. And I don't believe that. No, I'm just saying when this is the big fight at your premium live event, okay, and this is the big moment between Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn, something important has to happen. Yes, it's the match between Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn yes, in which I'm- the Usos were told stay home from. It wasn't the match between Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, and Jey Uso. Okay, then in that case, why bring in this? In that case, why did they include the Usos in that in this part? In that case, why did they have Jey Uso standing in the middle of Roman and Sami Zayn teasing this big moment? Why did they just tease the moment instead of actually doing it? So you'll watch SmackDown on Friday to find out what's next. So you will be intrigued. So you'll go, What the hell is up with Jey Uso? All that stuff happened. If that's the case, why did they tease it a month ago if they All weren't right. going to do if they weren't going to specifically have Jay Uso punch Roman Reigns in the face or punch Sami Zayn in the face or punch Kevin Owens in the face at the Rumble why did they do it then is basically what you're saying Sean I recognize that at this point in my time I am wasting my time with this argument because you are I don't think you understand where I'm coming from I do this. understand okay. where you're coming I'm from I just don't think- agree with it Yeah, and I don't agree with what you're going with. I completely disagree. That's fine, but uh, Michael Branson says we need to stop fighting. Alyssa Leggett says it feels like his parent, her parents' divorce. (laughs) In Simmons says it's an episode of sour graps. Mod Matar wants us to eat leather together. 
And Patchy Rick says, I think this disagreement is caused by the story being unlike anything else WWE has done since ever. Yes, I'm interested in this because so far, even with the Vince regime carried over into the Triple H regime, I feel like this is the probably the best storyline I've seen in... It's right there with Batista and Triple H for me. And I would have to go back and watch Batista and Triple H again. But that turn was perfect for me. Well, almost perfect. I thought that they could have probably done a little bit different with that. But On Your Marks, Lou says, another $5 for Denise to realize she isn't booking these matches. Oh, I'm sorry. Apparently you are. I don't want to book matches. I'm starting to think that you're all up on their, like, whatever quote the raven says putting my tinfoil hat on since the saudis might buy wwe could that be a reason they didn't put the belt on sammy no that has nothing to do with that nothing to do with that wwr official says are we sure vince had no input on that finish it was the epitome of his lazy vapid no payoff booking i don't agree with that like even though it is it is certainly a result that vince mcmahon would have booked i don't think that vince would have seen this story through the way it has been gm says they pulled a mcintyre clash the castle vibes how is the mcintyre not winning at clash of the castle sitting with you six months later five four however many months later denise for me man in regards to that that was a whole other thing i went on a rant on when that happened and at least i'm happy that they in regards to Drew McIntyre, I'm happy that he's with Sheamus, and that's really the only thing that I'm happy about in regards to that. But I still thought that was ass. And Tigo, the sing-along. Don't even get me started on the sing-along. Oh, that was terrible. Tigo says, Heyman takes a stunner better than Vince. Yeah, he does. Absolutely. I liked that stunner because it was, it was hilarious. Good. It was good. Uh, his strikes were hilarious, too. Dream Ninja says he loved this show. Beth Rhea killed it. Main event was amazing. Both Elimination Chamber matches were enjoyable. So much story to tell with Sammy, Roman, Jay, and KO. Even Sammy's wife was amazing and added a lot. I did think that she added a lot. I thought they cut to her too much. But we, okay, I I should say we don't know much about Sammy's private life because he keeps it very private. So seeing them, I think, added a little bit to the match, Denise. I don't even think I realized I knew what his wife looked like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Matt Hennessy says, uh, Jay versus Jimmy at Mania. Where was Solo tonight? Don't know where they where he was, but I think they got to drop those tag titles at Mania. Uh, Brown says, due to the Bloodline story being so great, Triple H is in a catch-22 uh, with fans as they transition from Sammy Reigns to Cody Reigns. The fan sentiment? Thank you. Not Bogan says, add Sammy to the main event, make it first pin, takes... Uh, WWE title, second pin, takes universal title. Both pin reigns. Cody gets the first pin. Sadly, not happening, though. I feel like if they do that, Denise, in the same match, it kind of takes a lot of the luster out of one or the other. That's why, like, when people say, oh, do one one night and one the next night, I'm like, well, are we pulling both titles off of Roman Reigns? Because it very much seems like Cody is going to become WWE champion. Right. Regards to that, well, I would prefer a triple threat match versus the uh, one one versus one and one versus one on separate nights, yeah. So if it's a triple threat match, who wins and who pins who? 
Because I feel like I would say getting... Cody. I would say, well, it depends on where you're going with this. I would say Cody defeats Roman. Who I I want to see, whoever wins. I want to see them pin Roman. Yeah, that and see that's the thing. You could argue that okay, if Cody pins Sammy or Sammy pin Cody, Roman could still argue that he I don't isn't want that. beaten right. Like I so, want to see Roman get pinned. Who do we got in here? Jer oh. Never mind. Jeremy's just hiding in the in the chat. Did he come in to referee and make sure we don't kill each other? No, I think he would probably encourage it. Uh, Matt says, do we still get KO and Zane versus Usos? Jay didn't turn on Sammy. If that's got to be the plan, do the tag titles headline night one of WrestleMania. Zane deserves the headline mania, even if it's for the tag belts. So Kevin did uh, headline a WrestleMania. Do you think they're going towards a tag title, Matt? It seems like it, but should I mean, that, that main felt event... like the most obvious direction? Yes, I felt like should the most that main event direction. mania because, like, I, I love Rhea and Charlotte, but I don't think that's going to close the show. I don't think Bianca and Asuka is going to close the show. I don't think Cena and Austin Theory would close the show. Do you think that that tag title match would? I'm, I actually can see. Charlotte and Rhea closing one okay. of the nights and then the Roman uh, Cody match. The other Tyler night. says hated the ending too predictable KO in the back the whole time and couldn't make it out. Triple H missed it. Uh, Ronda Rousey or, or Roman Reigns could have got the title back on SmackDown moment has gone forever. Well, we don't know where Kevin Owens was. He hasn't necessarily explained that. And again, he's not fond of Sammy. Like that's, <laughs> That's what a lot he of people was at home. Doing. We've established that. Yeah, he was on his scooter. In Simmons did not like the finish. The decision was expected, but the way it ended, didn't like it because now we shift to a tag match. It's not exciting. I'm not willing to say that it's not exciting because I want to see how it's built because we don't really have the build for the Roman and or the KO and Sammy tag team title match yet. Maybe it will be. Nicholas says, I believe Sammy accidentally speared Jay when he aimed for Roman. Yeah, I mean, that was that was what was implied. Rob DeVore says the ending works because it has people arguing passionately about it. I don't think it's going to cause anybody to not watch the show. Does it make you not want to watch the show? Look, I feel differently than you. I've lost interest. Okay. Yes, I Rar says mostly an AEW mark, but the bloodline story got me pulled in. Sammy makes me believe was not a fan of all the interference and ref bumps at the end. I mean, that's me either, but that's pro wrestling and especially this story. Alyssa says liked it personally. We don't know who Jay was planning on turning on. That mystery element with Jay being ambiguous is intriguing to me. Almost reverts the story back to the central family dynamic with Roman and Jay. So I felt like to Alyssa's point, the video that they played before the match, there were a lot of things that it missed. Like it missed Sami Zayn, like a lot of the Cody stuff. It missed him showing up on SmackDown when he wasn't supposed to, when Roman told him to stay home. But it really hammered home, no matter what, you're not really a part of their family and their family is the only thing that matters to them. Matthew says Solo not coming is a nice touch. Always listening to Roman. Did he tell Solo to stay home too? I think maybe it was implied. Okay. I don't remember like a specific. Did he? I think he did. I, I thought it was just the Usos, but maybe I'm wrong. Or maybe he's included. May I mean, he is their brother. 
JM says, I still believe in main event Jay Uso. Oh, I think there's still some meat on the bone there. Spike Lee, probably that Spike Lee, says Hunter didn't do the right thing. Jaden Fox says the ending fell flat on an emotional level, uh, and that really disappoints me. Show was good overall. Bobby Brock was a re- was really bad in men's chamber match of the night. I, I wouldn't disagree with men's chamber being match of the night. I don't think that Bobby and Brock was bad, but I could definitely understand where people looked at the, the, the result and were like, eh, okay. Yeah, I, I felt pretty much copy and paste what this person said. Izzy says... It feels like TNA booking. Reminded me of AJ Styles' Magnus title match. There was a way for Zayn to lose, but make it fulfilling. I wouldn't compare it anywhere near Magnus. Um, I think that their effort, Denise, was him hitting the Haluva kick and Roman helping him as the send the fans home happy. I think that was a much better decision than having them sing with Tyson Fury. I think anything's better than having them sing. But at what this point, song? they could have. At this point, they could have done that, and I would have been like, "Okay, whatever." They could have just done a sing along, and it would have been whatever. Trey says nothing tops baseball. Wrestling is a close second. One A, one B for me. Love this sport. Triple H said, "When it's done right, it's perfect." Uh, Love for Boost says Paul said you should just stay home because you see more on TV that you didn't or that you don't see live. Jay didn't pull the trigger after fist bumping Sammy. Do you think there's like some sort of reckoning for Jay just or, or Jimmy for even being there because they were told to not be there? Or do you think that secretly Jimmy was told, no, 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 come on. And Jay was told to stay home. I think there's elements of this, but. Again, I feel that. So are we supposed to be like that the Usos showed up, specifically speaking for Jimmy? Well, yeah, we seem to speak for both. But did they, was it always planned that they would still show up? Or in terms of storyline with Roman Reigns, where does that leave them specifically right now with Roman Reigns? Yeah. What are we supposed to believe? Are we supposed to believe that they defied Roman Reigns and showed up to Canada? Or Or that they were in it? Or that they were in it? regardless but yeah but it's not like let's say just jimmy did and the other and jay didn't so i I, sense well i could see where where Heyman told jimmy like oh no come on to montreal but told jay you all need to stay home and then jimmy just tells jay hey i'm going to montreal you going no that doesn't no i don't feel like any of that makes sense i feel like they either had to be in it all the time that they were going to show up that see that doesn't make sense Bugs Bunny wants a GS or wants GSP and Ariel to help Sammy. Not happening. Uh, Flame says, "Can we get a Rey Mysterio story?" Failed at No Way Out. Then Memory of Eddie uh, GM comes out, makes it a Mania triple threat, but this time with Sammy. I think there's a possibility Sammy still gets added to that match, but I, I don't know. I I want to see what happens on SmackDown. Uh, James says, I'd accept Sean's point more if they had six weeks to explain Sammy KO bloodline fallout, but they don't. They need to shift to Roman, a Roman to Cody ASAP. Roman ain't going to be around that much. Like they, they were building to Sammy and Roman the past two weeks, but Cody was heavily involved with Paul Heyman and with like, they can do multiple things. They got five hours of TV to do it. Got somebody asking for the angle Jericho Benoit mania, triple threat, two out of three falls. I'm just I'm just not big on that one because I think it minimizes beating Roman Reigns to do it back-to-back falls. 
B Sweet says in 2023, actually, we read that one. What's the percentage? Wood said Sammy accidentally spearing Jay is what's going to cause him to do the turn. That's why Jay was there. Does that do anything for you, Denise? Say that again. What's the percentage Wood thinks that Sammy made Jay's decision for him by hitting him with a spear? No. Tom Brady, obviously enjoying retirement, says Jay and Roman have not spoken since the Rumble, so I see no reason why Jay would have turned on Sammy here. I want to see the buildup in the coming weeks. As do I, my friend. I would love that. In Simmons says, let's say they have a match and they make the triple threat. If Jay costs Sammy the match, I won't be mad because Jay has a reason now. So say that's the thing. Raw, SmackDown, something like that. They go, all right, Sammy, you got screwed. We're going to give you the opportunity to get into the Mania match, but Jay screws him over. It's too little too late for you? Jay screws him over at WrestleMania? No, Jay screws over Sami Zayn's opportunity to get in the match to make it a triple threat. Yes, it's too late for me. My God. T-Sipper says, says, I kind of agree with Denise with the Jay moment. The next one might fall a bit flat unless he's now back, falls back in line. But Flame Inc. says, Denise, stop. Who's to say we don't get the trial of Jay on SmackDown? Who's to say that Sammy doesn't team up with Jay and has no KO on SmackDown? Be patient. I can't believe you became those let it play out people. Under this regime, yes, absolutely. Under Vince McMahon, what are you not seeing? I don't think I'm seeing the same things you're seeing in this regime. Uh, one it's of been the so best. much better, but I wouldn't go out there and say it's oh my god, amazing. Um, not the are same not... matches over and over yeah, again. Yeah, I know, not... but that's not saying much. Look at we're here to hear well, talking you, about Johnny Gargano not being presented. Well, let me you can let me finish my sentence. Not seeing the same matches every single week. Uh, not seeing champions constantly defeated over and over again in non-title matches. Uh, not seeing a bunch of people made to look like jobbers when legends come in. Uh, the best storyline that maybe I've seen in the past 16, 17 years in WWE, those are the things that I'm seeing. That's enough for me to look at this and go, you know what? I'll see how it works. Well, yeah, an improvement Protecting is an improvement, people. Sean. But we're sure. but you're also making it seem like you have so much trust now in this new regime. Like nothing, like they can't do no I wrong. Do. Well, yeah, that's I a want little too to, extreme for me. I can't go that direction. I, I want to believe in with that. I want to believe that they they're gonna they're gonna. Okay, see then explain Johnny good. Gargano. Explain explain. Um, Johnny Gargano ain't in the fucking bloodline story. I'm talking, no, we're talking about the regime. You're talking about trust. You're talking about like everything being pitch perfect. You're saying what? you have more. Why trust. are you like inventing things that I'm saying? Like. I'm just saying that it's a little bit too extreme for me What's to say that I, have so much to trust in, this? that I have Man so much a... trust in this regime just yet. I feel like John... I haven't necessarily gotten that just yet. Like, I think things have been improving, but this I'm ain't... not going to go as far as to say that everything has been great. When did I say that? You're just saying you're putting more trust now. And like, never mind. Whatever. More trust in this me... regime okay. than Vince McMahon. Well, of course, everybody knows that, but you're also making it seem though like they can't do any wrong. Why don't you? Why can't when you? When did that? I say that? I say wrong shit that they do three times a week, Denise. All right, I'm done. I'm done arguing. No, what? 
I'm Why done, are you- Sean. Argue with yourself. I'm not. Ar- you're literally inventing things that I said. What? What the hell does Johnny Gargano got to do with this? He separated his AC joint. He wasn't wrestling for a month. Like I wasn't just going to sto- bring him up. I was going to bring up more people. Actually. His story ain't good. It's not good. There's plenty of stuff I don't like. Bloodline stuff I have liked. It is on its own thing. Let me ask can- you a question. Do you think that there's a possibility that because the storyline has been so great and so many people's hopes and whatever is writing on it, we're all interested in this and that, right? Do you think, and the way that I see it is when you have something good, you clearly want to protect it, right? Right? Okay. So do you think that there's a possibility they overthought this to the point where that's why it didn't deliver today? Because they overthought it and they they overthought it to the point where- to the point There's, where that's why this the why the ending pretty much fell flat because they overthought this moment. Why it fell flat to you? But yes, I think there's a possibility. Yeah, that I wasn't any the of only that person. Happen. There was a bunch of people on here saying that. Sure, and there's a bunch of people saying the exact opposite too. <sighs> Press on. For for example, hey, what's my says, two hour bonus here? I'm about to be on this show for two hours. Zero. Jabbar says it's six weeks to Mania. You now have Roman involved with Cody, Sammy, and Jay. He disrespected Jay, so where does that go? Six weeks is a long time. That's the thing. I, I want to make this clear. At no point did I say the shit that you said, where you claim that I said that the you show didn't matter. You are very trusting Could about this new regime. That's what I'm trying let to get me out talk here. for the love of God. Let me get out one sentence. Go. I'm begging you. Let me get out the sentence. Never once said that I got complete faith in the regime. Never once said that I am completely good with everything that they've booked. I complain about shit multiple times a week that they do. There's tons of stories I haven't been interested in. Miz, Dexter Loomis, all that. can't. Very boring. The whole Ronda Rousey booking, didn't like it at all. Think they need to book the women's tag champs? Yep. What the hell's Becky doing? I don't know. Where's this story going to go? I don't know. But the bloodline, I look at that and I'm like, you know what? Based on what I've seen so far, they've done a pretty damn good job of that. Never once said, liked everything they were doing. Never once said it was perfect booking. Said it was better than Vince McMahon. Got more confidence in Vince McMahon. SmackDown should be made an important show. And the Usos weren't advertised for tonight's show. Okay, I understand where you're coming from, Sean. I understand when you said you had complete trust in this. It was regarding specifically the bloodline stuff and not everything else and other storylines in this new regime. I I said I've enjoyed the story. I've enjoyed the story. Not that I have complete trust in it. Okay, there you go. They could still, they could still, that's why I compared it to Ozark. They could make the last leg of this be so stupid and pointless and worthless that I look back and I go, man, I feel like I wasted all that time. They could still screw it up to that level. Absolutely. I have seen them screw this up uh, numerous times when stories look like that, but I guess we'll see. Cody says Roman Reigns, Satnam Singh and WWE or AEW not happening. Jamin Cito Gomez says he's not buying into Roman Cody yet. Oh, I think Cody's Cody's got to be involved at some point. 
Papa Casso says, Denise, I understand your point, but I agree with Sean's story isn't over. Jay making a decision tonight might have cut the story short. How? What's the... We would see the fallout from that. When? On some worthless SmackDown, Denise? Bro, that's the freaking point. Have to uh, give us a freaking important reason to tune into the goddamn show. Yeah, you mean like finding out what Jay Uso is going to do? What's the percentage? Crap, when says... he could have just fucking done it today? Hey, hey, calm down. I'm What's just saying he could have done it Whoa, today. Denise. Whoa, Denise. What's the percentage with says FKO and Sammy versus Usos at Mania with Jay still unsure? Have Owens and Sammy win when Jay turns face and turns on his brother, Jimmy and Jay over the summer, Jay and Roman at SummerSlam. So there's a lot of... Uh, elements of this that still have to be played out do you think we're gonna see jay uso versus roman reigns this summer sure why not tamel says top booker feud triple h uses aew talent versus con uses wdb talent winner gets to use losers talent for a year i wish but that ain't gonna happen <laughs> that is not gonna happen flame says denise inaction is still in action chill all right, so hold on, the, hold the phone here, by the way. I love how, Sean, you can react, but I can only overreact. First of all, not cool. Why not give the chill to Sean? Also, bring back that super chat. Bring, bring, bring it back up. This one? Yeah, inaction is still in action. You need Blue Chew. Press on. Uh, we still have a bunch of super chats. Cody says, SRS859 says, I just read your ad. On the marks, Lou says, sending another five for Denise to relax. Love my man, SRS. Okay, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. How come you can react and be yelling at me and telling me, Denise, let me in. Fucking shut up. Denise, blah, blah, blah. calm down. And you're acting like, crazy, Denise. Exactly. You can crazy. say all those things, but me, because I'm a woman. Oh, no. It's like, relax, chill. Whoa, be, okay, hold Denise. on. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to be a cute little lady and mind my Whoa. own little business and not say anything that's going to offend anyone because I'm just a little lady and I'm happy to be here. Go continue on and talk. Okay. Off topic. Do we see Trish Stratus on Monday in Ottawa? I think that would be good. I would love it if Tr Trish got involved because right now I don't have a damn clue what, like, Becky's doing it mania. I feel like we need something. Ooh, you're not going to like this. Sage Justice says, Denise pulling a yay on T-Swift, having trouble letting Sean finish. I wouldn't go that far. I don't want to care compare anybody to Kanye anymore. I don't even like to have fun with that. T-Sipper says, I think I made a smart, or I think they made a smart but safe move with Sammy, but protected him. I don't think it's ending here for him. Well, he said it's not. <laughs> So is this I, our longest I show ever, Sean? Oh, it is. Well, you're getting, you're getting extra pay for it, too. So. Oh, thank God. See? Yeah. Look at me. I'm all chilled out. Well, Dan the man loves when you get mad. I like it when you just relax, Denise. Just calm down. We've been... Uh, I'll say this. We have been on, I think, this match for like an hour. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It could be its own podcast. Denise and Sean argue about, yeah. honestly... By the way, guys, if you want more when we're done, they're doing a watch along on Overbooked and our Twitch. Uh, so, yeah. 
Now, Devon, shut the fuck up with this, by the way. Comparing me to Trump can't be wrong attitude. No, we disagreed. Don't come in here with weird, dumb bullshit like that. This is about fucking pro wrestling, Devon. Don't act like a dope about this. Come on. Neither one of the two of us are going to give a single shit about this about 12 seconds after I hit the end broadcast button. So don't be a dope. One your marks, Lou says, I couldn't disagree more with Denise. I expected the loss, but still was feeling like Sammy could win. Was not disappointed with how it played out uh, at all. Great show all around. Your thoughts on that, Denise? Oh, my God, Sean. You must be feeling so great. Ben Hannon says, big agree with Denise. Was super hyped going into the match. Don't care how <laughs> the end of the story was. Ref beat, bump, cheat to win. It's just tired. Denise, is how do you feel about that one? Split, is this the most split thing ever? I can't think of anything that we've been so, like, polar opposite on. <laughs> It is. It by far is. Um, <laughs> I can't Dream Ninja, <laughs> Dream Ninja says, Denise wanted something and didn't get it. There's no supposed to. I like the finish and not knowing where this is going with Jay, Sammy, and Roman. Sean, do you where's, want, do you, like, this, never mind, whatever. Where's my weed? Please do not start smoking weed on this stream. Just press on with the show. Quote the Raven says, sign said, if Sammy lose, we riot. And Sammy lost, no riot. This is no why no one takes Canada seriously. I love nope. Canada. Never mind. I'm not going to say anything. I love Canada. Rar says, end wasn't enough to get me to tune into Raw or SmackDown. N. Simmons says, here's my one positive. It feels like this could just be the post-mania J turn that could set up J versus Roman at SummerSlam. Do you have interest in J versus Roman as a singles? Sure. I mean, it worked before, and I think—I mean, they've done nothing but build Jay more since then. What's the percentage? Wood says Montreal got to pay off with Owens. If you have Jay turn and make Owens makes the save, it overshadows Jay's turn and vice versa. Do you agree with that, Denise? I'm not even listening anymore. <laughs> Say do you think that again? Do you think that Jay's turn <laughs> would have been overshadowed? by owens if he had made that turn oh god no stop they should have done it sean i know you're trying to keep me here you're just trying to keep me here I'm to just get super chats you're just using me now i'm just reading and i the don't super appreciate chats. it cyclops says feel like some disappointed in that ending because they fantasy booked some crazy crazy ending in their heads and they convinced themselves it would happen wow I, Richie. Remember, I'm not going to say anything anymore. You know what? I'm going to practice Zen. And I'm not going to say what I really think about these things. Richie says, I'm with Denise on this one. At the end of the night, everything felt lackluster. Jay didn't make a decision. Sammy lost the big one. And KO was there. Do you want me to like start jumping up and down like you do when someone agrees with you? Yeah. <gasps> Thank you for agreeing with me. On your marks, Lou says, okay, last time, LOL, Denise. They did keep the storyline going. Oh, God. To eventually pay off at Mania, it's not a top four PLE. It's there to further the story. Hell yeah! I'm losing my mind. Oh, hell yeah. I'm done already. Fantastic Mr. Fox says, I agree with Denise. 
J-Mo was huge and ultimately fell flat. I'm hopeful like Sean, but tonight was just missing something. El Grug says I kind of agree with both. Oh my god. This is going to be the big debate of 2023. <laughs> Let's say. Jey Uso seems to be in a holding pattern, pattern which isn't great. But there are six weeks till Mania when more development can happen. All I'm going to say is this, man. If I get fired from Fightful, y'all know why. You're not getting fired. Why would you get fired from Fightful for this? You'd be like, oh, Denise disagreed with me. I don't want her on my show anymore. <laughs> is that how I sound? Yeah. No, actually, you don't. Ha, 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 Jimmy. Denise don't agree with me. I don't like her. You know, she comes in here all Miss Hollywood and stuff, and I just don't like that, Jimmy. Let's go find somebody else to do this show. Uh, oh, no, Sean, you froze. Uh, oh, right tonight. Uh, Knock Bogan says, reminds me of when wrestling angles were man. <laughs> T-Sipper wants to see more Big Mad Denise. Damn. Bro, y'all, you haven't even seen me mad. Y'all don't Denise even know a... when I'm really legitimately listen, mad. Listen, Denise, if you want me, a very successful man, to put in a good word for you with media outlets so you get a, a mercedes Monet interview, I'll, I'll make it happen for you. I'll help you out, Denise. Sure. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna so, kick your ass, Sean. Like, watch. <laughs> I'm like, next time I fucking see you, I'm gonna kick your fucking ass, and you can't even do shit about it. Sage says, "Haven't seen Denise this upset since I said you all enjoy the wouldn't enjoy the territory era of wrestling." Don't actually think that. Oh, and that was geez. you. You it was got me. mad about that. Why me. am I getting thrown into this? I didn't even care. You're crazy. You were the one You're crazy. I'm getting blamed for that when you were the one that was like, listen, pal. <laughs> that was literally you. That wasn't even me. It was me. I know it was you. You think I would fucking care if someone's like, you can't care about the territory days. All right, cool, whatever. <laughs> James I'm Higgins. getting blamed for that. <laughs> James Higgins says, agree with the niece. <laughs> You know, we should make a shirt. Agree with Sean. I agree with Sean. I agree with Denise. Oh. Fartful. I'll make yours cost like 99 bucks, though. Oh, I James know Higgins. Would. James Higgins says, tonight could have paralleled Royal Rumble with Jay making the choice that Sammy had to. Uh, it wouldn't have had the same impact if Sammy turned on Roman on SmackDown two weeks later. Well, I agree with that with Sammy. But Jay isn't Sammy. And Jay is building to something completely different than Sammy are. Sammy is. So I mean, I don't. I don't think that's like apples to apples. Uh, quote the Raven says. So wait, Ko waits till after the match to beat the hell out of everyone. Oh, and Roman and Heyman recover from the stunner and a haluva kick. Okay, the selling. Yeah, Heyman should have probably just sold dead. Heyman should not have woken up. Heyman should have laid there on the floor until they got done singing to the crowd or whatever the hell that they were doing. But uh, I don't have a problem with KO not showing up late or showing up earlier. 
Avery Dunn says, could be unpopular, but I hope Jay refuses to acknowledge Roman and defends the tag titles because he loves his brother. Then he beats Roman at maybe SummerSlam. Do you, we mentioned like you would be interested in seeing Roman versus Jay. Do you want to see Jay beat Roman down the line? I mean, obviously he won't have the title anymore. I don't care enough right now to provide an answer. Well, Denise, I don't we even are. know how I feel about that. We it's are just down too far somewhere else where it's just something totally different. I would need way more information. I want to, I kind of want to see Roman on a descent after this, like some struggles. Uh, by, by the way, guys, leave a thumbs up. Uh, we are down to our last three super chats. <clears throat> Joel, what's the percentage? Wood says, Sean, what are your thoughts on Dave's report that Vince has creative input on the bloodline story? And um, the report that Vince is pushing Triple H to keep the titles on Roman for the foreseeable future. Uh, Vince does provide input, but Triple H has final say on everything. Is what all the talent is told. It's what everybody is told there. Wazim says, I know this might not matter to most, but as a Muslim myself, hearing and seeing what Sami Zayn is doing is amazing. He's practicing Muslim. And it uh, makes me feel like I have a place long way from WWE portraying us as terrorists. Hell yes. Hell yes, it is. Big shout out for that. <laughs> What's the percentage Wood says? All I want to know is as strict as uh, Canada is with having criminals in the past, how did they let Dominic in? Very clever. And Patchy no, Rick wraps us up. <clears throat> Patchy Rick. Wraps us up. Who do you think, whose side do you think he's on, Denise? Mine I don't yours? even care. As a chaotic neutral, he says, <laughs> I'm starting to think that the Bloodline story pulls a Game of Thrones final season. It would actually be hilarious. I don't, I didn't watch Game of Thrones. So I, 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 I was it bad? I didn't watch it, but I, I it, it was inescapable how bad the ending was. To a lot of people. Well, Denise, this was a fun show. I don't think we've ever yelled at each other more. Uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, I let out a lot of release here, you know? Yeah, same. A lot of built up same. energy. Make sure you guys check out our sponsors, FitBod, Harry's, NordVPN. But over on Fightful Overbooked right now, there is a watch along. It's also on our Twitch. Uh, we also have the Sour Graps review on Fightful Select. Please subscribe. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. Um, Sean, I've been asking you to fix our lower third for the longest time because you yeah, just no. promote yourself on the show and you don't promote me uh, at underscore Denise Salcedo on Crazy. Twitter and Instagram. Please help me out. I'm like trying to get to 100,000. We're not all privileged like Sean. So uh, go give me some love if you guys want at you underscore Denise Salcedo. You have more YouTube subscribers than and us. And then YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Uh, you can actually watch my real-time reaction to uh, the – uh, Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns match, and more. Lots of content up there, uh, so please check the channel out. We're going to have a ton of stuff dropping. A lot of WWE interviews coming up very soon. Check it out, guys. YouTube.com slash Fightful. We're on podcast platforms everywhere. If you want to help us out, uh, head over to Apple. Even if you don't listen on that platform, leave us a nice review. It helps us out an awful lot. Until next time, guys, we're out. <laughs>